0: What's up, Party People's Talib Kweli, the MCEO, of the BKMC. Welcome to another edition of The People's Party. I got my lovely and talented and always funny and always thoughtful co-host Jasmine Lee in the house. Give it up for Jasmine Lee. Yeah. Um, a lot of people watch this show. First of all, I want to thank everybody for constantly supporting us week after week. But a lot of people ask us in the comments why Jasmine is not seated at the table with myself and the guests. Jasmine, why don't you tell them?
2: Because I'm the on-screen producer, I have to be over here and look over and make sure they, everything runs smoothly. Right.
0: They be giving her notes, that's why she got headphones. Yeah, that's important. Because behind importance. the scenes, stuff that y'all don't see going on. Now, speaking of behind the scenes, this next guest has been behind the scenes while I've been recording a lot of my music. Mm-hmm. He's been a lot of studio sessions with me because he's a good friend of mine. Uh, I've known this gentleman for over 20 years. we know somebody for that long. That's a blessing, as wow. my man Sway would say. Um, he is a master at his craft. He is a film wow. and television actor. He's been in some of the biggest movies that you've ever seen. He's delivered some incredible performances from Zebrahead to Higher Learning to Bamboozled to Boston Public, uh Prison Break, oh, Deep Blue Sea. Uh his current situation is a show called Atypical. This man is a sports guru, he is a podcaster, he is a hip-hop aficionado, one of the biggest public, famous fans of hip-hop in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, the People's Party welcomes Michael Rappaport. What up, Mike? That
3: was a nice intro, you like I appreciate that. How's everybody doing, Jasmine? Oh, such a
2: great smile. <laughs> thank you. Thank you trying to compete with me.
3: <laughs> How you doing, Mike? I'm good, I'm good. Thanks for having me, Kwa. Hey, man, you Congratulations know. on the show. I'm trying to come in your lane now. You're doing you're doing great. The podcast I love the show. Lane. You're smart. <laughs> Questions are good. You're okay. controversial. Okay. Shit talker. I'm trying to be like you. Come on, you're you're doing the damn thing. So I'm glad to be here. Nice no to doubt. Up here. And uh, checking it out, cool. T- I'm ready to, to rock.
0: On. You ready to rock? Because we're gonna get into some things. <sighs> Let's get into what this all is gonna be it. a hot, hot show because okay.
3: you are a controversial figure. I know, it's funny. The internet <laughs> the internet uh, uh, you know sort of has, has pushed me into controversial figure. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I've always been a shit talker. It's the same person. I think because, you know, a lot of times I'll go blah, 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 blah. And whether Mm -hmm. it's about sports Mm -hmm. politics or hip hop or whatever Mm -hmm. it might be, uh, you know, the internet has, um, has, has made it more uh, accessible. And I think that, you know, I mean, you're definitely like, you know, probably the only person who I know, Who's you're crazier than me on Twitter? <laughs> oh yes, it you're is. fucking crazy. You can jump curse, you right? help though. Yeah, you I curse. Be, I always jump yourself. in help because because what the one thing the one thing I want to say to you publicly is like you have to check you Quali have to check the followers. Let's just make a rule. Uh-huh. <laughs> if, if they have less than a hundred followers. Uh-huh. Talib Kweli cannot respond. See, I don't uh, agree with that. No. Let, agree with let's that. say less than fifty. Because can we have to make a in number. Somebody we can't make. No, <laughs> they could be a fucking robot. They could be. They could but be but a here's, robot. Here's from my argument
0: ser- to that. Here's my argument to that. Because I'm nuts like you. Like, I'm not. Yes. I'm not judging. And you do. And and I'm <laughs> do, the reason why he has permission to say this is because unlike a lot of people, they don't say shit. You jump in and help. So if you
3: see me arguing with a fucking robot, you'll jump in and be like, "Hey, you fucking bot," or whatever. Because <laughs> yeah. you know I don't like you know because. Because I know you and I mm-hmm. know your sentiment and I know your intention mm-hmm. and I know your 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 who you are. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I just sometimes I'm like, qua, let's <laughs> we, let's pick a number. We have to right. pick it 75 <laughs> followers? No, see, here's, here's, why, here's, why why <laughs> here's why I push back. 65? Here's where I push back. No, not all trolls.
0: All trolls matter. All trolls <laughs>
3: can eat a dick. <laughs> and and if they, uh, but, but go ahead.
0: No, I, but here's what it is. Here's what it is. When you see me, first of all, I don't... John Henry Clark, classic black scholar. Okay, He said, uh, I debate my equals, everybody else gets taught. Mm. So when you see me on Twitter clearly these people are not my intellectual equals. We're not talking about as human beings. Cle- clearly we all deserve this. Unless you're a bot, clearly we all have the same human rights, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So my intellectual equals, I'm debating you. So when, when you know, there me and Lu- me, Lupe Fiasco had a debate on Twitter years ago. I'll debate Lupe on mm-hmm. Twitter. I'll debate Mark Lamont Hill on Twitter. I'll debate Michael Rappaport on Twitter. I see y'all as my intellectual equals. I'm not debating or arguing with a troll. What I'm doing is I'm exposing and confronting him. There is no argument. There isn't because he's not equipped to, he, rightfully so, he doesn't deserve to have an argument with me. I got you. So what I'm debating with is not the troll; it's the idea.
3: I, t- you know I, you don't have to because exp- I'm not <laughs> like you. I'm just saying <laughs> you don't have to explain it to right, me. Right, right. I'm uh, debating you, ideas. I told you this yeah. once before, Qua. You know that you're the one who introduced me to Twitter. Do you, I'm sure. Do you remember this when I, I was shooting the tribe documentary? Uh-huh. Yes, when I was shooting the tribe documentary, we were at some fucking overpacked. Party in okay. the overpacked VIP section that was probably more <laughs> uncomfortable than the regular section. Right. And you said something about Twitter, and mm-hmm. then you explained to me Twitter. And you were like, "Watch, I'll tweet Questlove right now." And he was like right over there, right. and like, like you tweeted him. <laughs> and Qu- this is what early Questlove Twitter. is the person that told me about Twitter, right? Wow. So, they, and then Questlove, Questlove like looked up at you like while you tweeted him, and so, and then you know, but if right. it hadn't been for you, I might not. So it's my fault. That Thank you. Yes. Your controversial. Yes, for you yes I'm, I'm a controversial social media. <laughs> Figure because of Talib Paulin. <laughs> so
0: let me give the audience some context. We've known each other for a long time. Yes. Like I said in the intro, um, <clears throat> you were called White Mike. Back in the day, yes, you run around Brooklyn and, and uptown and and all that, and you actually went spent some time at Erasmus Hall High School, which yes. is the high school that my mother went to. Where I went didn't you? go there
3: with your mom. No disrespect no, you didn't to
0: know. mom, dude.
1: She Jesus was there in the fifties.
0: Um, you um, then went to King Martin Luther King, right? Up. Now Martin Luther King. I used to go to like Laguardia. They used to have the ill gospel concerts back in the days, and Martin Luther King kids used to beat up the Laguardia kids. Speak on it, Were you a
3: bully? I wasn't, I nah, that wasn't me, but I was okay. around the bullies. But you know, I mean-
2: Bully adjacent? I was bully adjacent, <laughs> okay. yeah. Because I, I
3: mean, at the time, like I was so in my in my hood street shit and mm-hmm. in my white mic shit. And it was basketball, hip hop, mm-hmm. you know, and talking shit. Like mm-hmm. that's all it was for me. Like, I mean, we're so young, like yeah. so young. So like Erasmus Hall was, the thing about Erasmus Hall High School at the time it made Martin Luther King High School look like a fucking private school. Oh, yeah, it was, it was Brooklyn. Erasmus yeah. Hall was Yeah, it was Brooklyn. Nuts. You know, that's and King what,
0: was bad. When Special Ed talks about, I got the Army Brigade in that record.
3: I was in high school Special yeah. Ed. yeah. Which was which was crazy because Special Ed used to um, do graffiti, and the way he wrote, it looked like he was actually in Special Ed. <laughs> oh but when Special Ed broke with "I Got It Made," <laughs> yo, that was a fucking huge. We don't, you know, like you look. Back, out to Eddie like, Archer. It looks like old school record, but like <laughs> right, when right. that song dropped, uh-huh. you know, hip hop was so far and few between, and you heard it when you heard it. Mm-hmm. You got it when you got it. Mm-hmm. But special ed during that, I got it made. I remember I went to go see him at the Apollo with a few other people. Mm-hmm. Yo, I swear to god, I was on the the balcony. It it the fucking place was like yeah. it was like rocking. Yeah. Like I mean, you could feel the fucking shit when no, they That's a real record. A record. Yeah, that's a real record. So so I remember I left, I think it was the next year when I was in King when that dropped and I was like, oh shit, that's from Erasmus well. Right. So yeah, I was, uh, that was a, 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 cool, a cool thing because, <laughs> you know, like you, you, when we talk about hip hop, I mean, mm-hmm. I always, I remember when I first met you, like I was always like, who's doing this? Who's doing that? And when are you guys coming out with this? And when are you coming out with a solo mm-hmm. record? And when is Tribe going to make another record? Mm-hmm. But but I remember, you know, when in high school in New York, you would hear about certain people that went to certain high schools that they were famous. Like I remember I saw uh, MC Light on the bus mm-hmm. on my wow. way to Erasmus Hall. I think she went to, um, shit, she went to either. Bishop, Lach- Bishop Lachlan, I think. yeah, one of them. But I remember I saw like on the on the bus, I was like, oh fuck, MC Light, you know. And you'd hear about tipping them going yeah, to Murray Bertram. Murray Bertram, yeah, you know. And you'd hear about brand newbie and you know, like, but these dudes are in your head, they're fucking stars. Yeah, you, you see know? Them on the buses and the trains. Beep. I saw a lot of rappers on the trains, Fuchsnickens. I saw
0: on the train, and you're like, I saw L O and- L- Cool J on the Wait, train. Did you really? You yeah. saw L O? Yeah, he had his leg rolled up and everything
2: so why was you talking crap about me being on the bus then so i live if the, all of these famous people are on the I bus i was in high school
0: seen. i wasn't in la
3: okay all right
0: the bus in la
2: is a
3: whole different thing what are you talking about yeah that's true the bus in la is <laughs> a whole different right. thing but seeing ll on the train yeah. would have fucking bugged me out yeah because ll i mean he must he was already LL. LL. yeah
0: but it was in that era where he was like so huge that he had to show people he could still keep it real right you know what i'm saying because he must have
3: been young though yeah, you know, LL started when he was sixteen. So when fifteen with 15, the hat, yeah, yeah that motherfucker's kind of, been more famous longer than he's been. Not he grew. He's like a child star.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. And he said in an interview recently that he's he's never been as famous. As he is since CSI. I'm sure. He said, like, everything I've done in rap, it pales in comparison to the fame
3: from CSI. The recognizability. Not, not
0: that he shits on it, but he understands you. the fame situation. And
3: and worldwide, that show's a worldwide yeah, show. Yeah, Those yeah.
0: CBS shows are worldwide. So I recently found, speaking of hip hop, I found footage of my studio session from Beautiful Struggle. And it's you, me, and Dave Dar and Corey Smith in the studio. And we're being filmed. And I don't think any of us really understood that we were being filmed. Because we were all acting very natural. And um, I got to see myself, I was telling Jared, see myself acting natural, which I don't get to see. When I see myself on camera, I'm aware of the camera. So I'm always on, I'm performing. Mm. So it's like when I see myself, whether I'm having a conversation or doing a music video, I'm like, I'm performing. Mm. In this footage, I'm like getting... EQ like some I'm asking you what do I get a sick person you're like oh Theraflu I'm like yeah Theraflu the shit like that's the conversation we're having that's cool <laughs> you know what I'm saying and then we have a conversation about um you were like Quali, I did this rap record <laughs> and it was a record called um, How to Rob an Actor yeah and you were talking about how Mr. Eon and Mighty Mai yeah. from the High and Mighty helped you out. But you were like, yo, the bars Mr. Eon gave me were about my movie career. And I want to get at these actors, these trucker hat wearing motherfuckers. Ashley Kutcher <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's what you said. And it was like, you played as this rap song. And, you know, the rap was, it sounded like an actor trying to yeah, rap. Yeah, I you know. know I mean? <laughs> but but the, the, the funny part, at the end, you're like, fuck. Fuck, fuck a trucker
3: hat. <laughs> 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 Rapping, Rapping is fucking rap. hard, man. It's fucking, <laughs> I'm playing for you. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, it was a, it was a, a spoof on uh, How to Rob an MC. Yeah, yeah, said yeah. you, you said You said, I want to do it like 50, but like funny. Yeah, it, well, it might not have been that good. But you know, those <laughs> motherfuckers had me on... Uh, uh, it was the first time I ever had a... Uh, um, a brownie. They had me on a, uh, a weed brownie. And this is like 90, 91 mm-hmm. two thousand and one. Talking about high and mighty. Yeah, they had me. And the reason why <laughs> high and the mighty because I would that, that song that they did with mm-hmm. Mos uh, and all yeah, the, yeah, um, yeah. the the boy. Uh, yeah, that was one of my shit. Anyway, yeah. So my my rapid career was was a one and done thing, and it's disappointing because <laughs> in my head I have flows. Right. Like I have the flows <laughs> right. to the beats. Like sometimes I'll listen to beats and I'll be like I would do it like this, but nothing comes out. Mm-hmm. So I, I mean I re, I, res, I respect it, but like I mean I've never gotten that past like the like my first line maybe four ball like right. four lines I can't get past that fifth <laughs> line like a, a sixteen a thirty two I I can't do it quite.
0: now you. Maybe you can't rap that good, but you found a way to like early in your life, just being a white kid in New York, you always seem to fall in with the black crowd and just being called white Mike. Like I use you as a reference point. A lot of white people, as you see on Twitter, come at me and they get upset and they'd be like, why do you call us white boys? And I'm like, I know a guy named white
3: Mike. He doesn't mind that. But at don't all. even explain that shit to these people. Call yo, call them white boys, crackers. Because oh my God. there's no, because there's there's a difference between, like, if you're a shitbag, you're gonna get a fit. Like the white mic thing, because Mike is not like Talib Kwali. Right. It's a very there's a lot of thing. Yeah. So there was fat Mike, black mic, <laughs> ugly mic, short mic, dusty mic. Right. And I was white Mike, Right. You know, so that that's just what it came from. And it flows good. You know, it was I was mighty whitey for a little bit, but white mic stuck for a minute when I was in king. Because uh, uh, the song came out, I was milk for a minute. But white Mike, milk, oh, like you know, the rapper? yeah, milk is chilling. Oh, oh, milk that is that shit popped off. Uh, so I was milk because I but was. But remember, there was a
0: white rapper named Milk too. <laughs> yes, I forgot that he that there was a
3: black rapper named Milk first that he bit from that together, before just that. Milk, not chocolate milk, yeah. Yeah. but the, the white Mike shit never bothered me. And <laughs> you know, like the like being around black people when I'm that young. You know, it all came from basketball. Uh You know, like I grew up in Manhattan Mm -hmm. um, and and I was pretty good at basketball. By the time I was like 12, they were like, you need to go to other neighborhoods. You need to go to other neighborhoods and, and play against better people. So... I went to, you know, this boys club, the Madison, Madison Square, Square, yeah, downtown, boys, yeah, played boys there, met a friend who uh, was from Brownsville, mm-hmm. just, I'm 12, they mm-hmm. don't fucking know nothing, you're 12, yo, you play ball, cool, you play ball, bet, yo, come to my crib, alright, bet, I come, come out there, to, you know, to Brownsville, it's mm-hmm. in the projects, Howard projects, mm-hmm. you know, and at the time, I knew it was, like, it was kind of like he gave me a little prep talk like yo when we come out here you don't call no bullshit fouls no blood no foul. don't call no bullshit fouls you'll be good but you know when i walked in the projects of brownsville in 82 mm-hmm. this is fucking 82 it was literally like an alien landed because there were no <laughs> right no white people but when you're 12 years old like you're just there like chilling and shit and and but like I remember, this is a true story, like walking through Howard in 82, these little kids came up to me and they were touching me. I'm talking about like five, six years old. And the mom was like, they never touched a white person before. Mm. That was you amazing. know, but, but, was you. Uh, oh, good to see you again. Um, but, but like, you know, like I, I went out there and like, it was a, you know, it was a, like that whole experience of going to Brownsville, playing ball, being exposed to what that was, uh, not just playing ball, like in the pro- in the fucking projects mm-hmm. of Howard. Never ran, never will. Never ran, never will. Yeah. And, and you know, and dealing with the, you know, people checking you and people trying to see what's up and, you know, that. And then, you know, like a few years later, you know, hanging out in Harlem with all the fucking people that people rap about and make movies mm-hmm. about and, you know, being out and amongst mm-hmm. all that shit. And it was all basketball and shit talk. I wasn't no tough guy. Like, you know, when you were a kid, especially in, those, in the 80s, it's like, can you rhyme? Can you fight? Are you a smart kid? Can you play ball? Mm-hmm. Can you can you then can you talk shit? Mm-hmm. I was like better at talking shit, but I also played balls, and it was like mm-hmm. it was like I wasn't there to fuck with nobody. So people would try you and shit like that, mm-hmm. but it, it just it was such a blessing to 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 be out and and be from Manhattan, from the East Side, and like be amongst that shit. And it informed who I am. Mm-hmm. And 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 I and I cherish those times and those uh, uh uh days and 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 you know that exposure to 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 just you know a different shit that was going on for me and like and just all the hip-hop and mm-hmm. and you know chasing basketball games and 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 you know when he's six about seven about 15 16 17 going to the clubs going to union square mm-hmm. going to you know uh latin quarters going to the rooftop seeing Bismarcky mm-hmm. at the rooftop seeing sparky d on stage like i'm on st- you know being amongst you know red alert dj and you know being in there with mc searchers in there like mm-hmm. d nice like you know we were fucking kids but like that's when you're that young, like you know. I remember I was in uh, Latin quarters, you know. You remember uh, the group Uptown, uh, Finesse and Synquist. Uh, absolutely, I got Synquist's phone number. Like I bagged, <laughs> I bagged Synquist's phone number. Like that was as far as it went. But like right. that was like a, you know, being in the club, you see salt and pepper. It, you, I, I literally walked. it. Like that shit was like fucking big deal. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it was what it was. It wasn't anything intentional, and like it wasn't planned out, and 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 uh, it just. It was basketball and hip hop, and mm. then you know, eventually chasing chicks.
0: Right.
2: You right. said that uh, when you went over to the project, they gave you rules about calling bullshit fouls, and they also give you rules about just maneuvering around, like how you should carry yourself, or did you just kind of figure it out on your own.
3: You know, I was so young. The, the older dudes, the older dudes were like, took a took a liking to me. Like there was a few dudes in in Howard that were like, "Yo, anybody?" Like literally, I remember one dude named my man. I don't want to say his name, but my man Wink. He like, we went in the middle of, yo, and this my motherfucking man right here, anybody fuck with him, you fuck with me. You know, like, it was like that type of, but you just, the thing that me, I liked about it, because I've always been unruly, and as I like to say, disruptive, the rules, the, the rules are very clear. Mm-hmm. You, you, you just knew who to fuck with, who not to fuck with, who to talk shit to, and who not to talk shit with, and if it went to another level, you would be shooting joints. Right. It was very clear, right, and right, I, right. I liked that. Right, I needed that, especially at that young age. I needed rules because I was out of control. Right,
2: your stepfather Mark Leno, he was a co-owner of. Uh, not true. Oh, not
3: true. But have you know, the Improv, but but oh, okay. yeah. Oh,
2: okay. Well, either way, you did move to LA yes. to start stand up. So yes. we just had Anthony Anderson, and he yes. was telling us about that. Tasty Tony, and that was you that know was fucking mess. Yeah, name. yeah, yeah. What was? Did you have a stand up name? Like, how was your first time on the stage? My my, my um.
3: My st- I mean, my stand-up was always Michael Rapport, but I was like, I started when I was 19 and you know I wanted to be the next Eddie Murphy. Like I I, I you know, I wanted to be Eddie Murphy. I wasn't anywhere near that level of of of, of talent. But like my stand-up was this young shit talking New York attitude, you know, and and I I didn't love stand-up the way I eventually wound up loving acting. But in my head, I was like, I'm gonna do stand-up and then I'm gonna get on a sitcom and I'm gonna do the way stand-up comedians start acting Mm -hmm. i didn't think about being a dramatic actor until from stand-up i got called into auditions uh to act and the literally the first time i read scenes like i had a a sides with me like i was like this is what i could do right this is this is what i love this is what i could do it came more natural than basketball wow and i mean it was like This is what I'm doing. Like, and I was like, I remember it clearly. Like, I was like, this is what I'm doing and that's it. And then that's just like what I was, I did. And, um, I, uh, you know, I got auditions quick and, 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 uh, was able to, to, uh, you know, it was just good timing. You know, I got a couple of roles, and then they had a film called "Zebrahead," mm-hmm. and I was 21, and uh, my agent, you know I, like my first agent was like, "You know this part, uh, they kind of have somebody that they're really interested in, but you you should go to New York." And I, I flew myself to New York because I had been living out here for a couple of years in L.A, and uh, at, the, at the, the, the person that they were thinking about giving the part to was Adrian Brody. okay. And I remember I was you at you dissed aud- him and your, your had to Rob yeah song. yeah I had yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> I remember and they took that his bar. job <laughs> it all came,
3: it all came back it but I, I remember Adrian was there and Nabouche Wright was there mm-hmm. and and I was auditioning we were all so young but I remember I was sitting at a table kind of like Nabouche uh, was living in Brooklyn at the time coming to Vancouver all the time right yeah and uh, I said to Adrian Brody we were chit chatting and he was like I was like uh, I was like what school you go to and he was like LaGuardia mm-hmm. and I was like cool and he was like what school you go to and I was like king and I knew when I knew when I said king like I knew I was like I got this fucking part because (laughs) my school used to rob your fucking school like you changed like I was like but he knew too like I was like yo you're not this is my like I knew I was that was my fucking thing to get like and I treated it like like fighting like Mm -hmm. the like the audition process to me like I was on some Mike Tyson shit with the audition I was like you know, like it was like it was like battle rapping right. to me. Like, yo, I'm getting, even though it had nothing to do with me and him and the other people when you auditioned, for, for me, when I was young, that was my mentality when I auditioned. Like, yo, fuck right. you. You're trying to take my shit.
0: I didn't know Adrian Brody was from New York until one day I was on a plane. I happened to be on a flight with him in first class. He didn't know who I was, but it was like right after that big movie that he did. Uh, was Piano, whatever yeah, the yeah, big yeah. one he did. And he was, he, I remember he had on this immaculate suit on the flight. And I was thinking like, wow, he's flying in his suit. I was like, maybe I need to step up my, my my gear game. And then like, he went in the bathroom and he came out in a velour tracksuit. Uh-huh. And I was like, that motherfucker's from New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yes. saying? I could tell. <laughs> like, he switched his shit up to like yeah. a bikini suit or some yeah, Filos shit. It was crazy. Now, speaking of Zebrahead, Zebrahead was like your big splash. Yep. Zebrahead, uh, at that time, was a very brave movie mm-hmm. in the way that it dealt with race. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie, for better or for worse endeared you to black film audiences i think and started Mm -hmm. you on a trajectory of um of being like the white guy in Mm -hmm, black mm -hmm, movies mm -hmm. did you feel like that was happening did you see that happening when it was happening
3: i felt like it was happening i mean i related to that character i mean that was like a toned down version of where i was in my life Mm -hmm. you know when i did that but i was comfortable with it i was excited about it um i i i i I understood it, I understood the 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 sort of fish out of water i mm-hmm. i I understood you know being the only white dude in the room uh uh um and 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 yeah i i i I was aware of that being you know involved with black films or whatever, but it was like I just wanted to be in films like mm-hmm. you know when I did higher learning, that was like the second black film I did the little tiny little part in poetic justice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> just because I had met the late, great John Singleton. Shout out to John Singleton. Um, and then, you know, it wasn't like, oh, I'm doing a black film. I was like, I want to work with this motherfucker who directed Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I want to be in the movie with Tupac and Janet Jackson. It's like the right. hot shit. It's yeah. like if it was like there was a, a hot show, like it was like, yo, I want to. He was like, it's a small problem. I was like, I don't go. I just wanted to go to the fucking table reading mm-hmm. to meet Janet Jackson right. and to meet Tupac. Like <laughs> right. I just wanted to. I, he was like, we'll do something Did great. Did you make Q-Tip back then? I had already met Tip, okay. Yep. but I met Tip. I had met Tip. Because that was his big acting debut. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, had, I I met him. I I believe Tip wasn't at the read-through. Like, he was the only one. I think Q-Tip did the read-through. I may not be right about this, but I think Q-Tip was on speakerphone. Mm. Wow. And, you know, you could hear just his voice, which, you know, it's so <laughs> yeah. nasally. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Janet, Pac, Regina King, who I just, right. I've always loved. Joe Torre. Joe Torre. Yeah john you know and 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 i you know at the time you're so young and you're so excited about being an actor and and being in film and meeting people and like you know and 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 being around people that you have such reverence for before you even like when i did higher learning when i auditioned for higher learning you know q had already done boys in the hood and obviously mm-hmm. he i was introduced to him through nwa and then all the social but like <laughs> to be a part to, to like you know, john's like yo, come to sony I'm going to have you read these scenes with Ice Cube. Right. I'm like two hours early to get there. I'm so wow. fucking amped up to do this shit. And this is Cube when he, you know, the, the, the chipped tooth might not have been yeah. fixed, you know? And, you know, you're still like, what the fuck? It's Ice Cube. Like, I was bugging off of him, you know? Mm-hmm. I was tripping out off of him. But, you know, like, I was just so hyped to to, to have the opportunity and to right. do it and- you know, I was just so excited about the whole everything, the acting and, you know, the, whether it's black films, True Romance, it didn't make a fucking difference. Right, right. Like all those actors and like those movies in that time was just so exciting for me.
0: Yeah. Um Hot Learning came out when I
3: was in high school. Damn, and were you in high school? I was in high school and I that? was in, I went to- <laughs> <laughs>
0: I went to a boarding school. I went to Brooklyn tech. I got kicked out. I was sent to boarding school. My boarding school campus resembled the demographics. I felt like Omar Epps in higher learning. I remember going to see that movie and you were fucking scary. Good bro. You were like almost too good as a skinhead. Yeah. Um. It was like the, 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 the capital you gained from Zebrahead, you depleted all of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um, but you know, back in those days when I was in boarding school in Connecticut, you knew a racist motherfucker when you saw him, you know. You knew a skinhead when you saw him. He had a skinhead. He had the the Doc Martin boots. He had a tied a certain way. Now on the internet, you got guys looking like Ben Shapiro. You know, you got guys who are more meek in this and that. That and this. Do you feel like there's a huge difference between how the skinhead was portrayed then and what they call the alt right now?
3: Man, that's a good question. You know. I'll be honest, man. You know, I'm I, I'm so in in a way like insulated in some ways, and 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 but 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 what I do know and what my instinct tells me is that I feel like in the last three years, the repression of the Obama, you know, has sort of come out. I I, I really feel like. The reason why some people are so acceptable with Trump because Mm -hmm. it's not a black president. Mm -hmm. Uh, He could grab the pussy, he could lie, he ain't black. Mm -hmm. He can do this, he ain't black, he could do that, he could, he's not a fucking black dude. Mm -hmm. And and I may be wrong about that, but Mm -hmm. I I that that's that's why my instinct keeps telling me. And that's what my father even agrees with me about that. Right. And and as far as like who's racist, who's not racist. Qua, I never had, you know, I didn't ever consider, like you say, white Mike, white boy, you know, like that kind of shit. You know, like white mike, white boy, you know, white mike is a is a, is a nickname. White boy, who's this white boy? You know, you could kind of like who is this white boy? I didn't take offense to that. You're in an all-black neighborhood. Who is this white boy? Right. You know what I mean? Right. And 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 you know, that's a that's a reasonable question. Right. Right. <laughs> There's a hundred black people. Who is this white? Why, why right. is this white? Why fucking, is he here? Why? That's an understanding. <laughs> So right. I didn't take offense to that, you know, and I don't think look at that as racist or prejudice, you know, and and whatever's going on now, I, I don't have the fucking answer. I mean, if I had the answer, you know, I, I would be, you know, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be running for president, but... <laughs> I think it's complicated, you know, now and 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 the thing that concerns me the most about it is the repression of it and 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 the hiding of it. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like with all this um, with all this, you know, across the board. You know, with Me Too, with the internet, with the the, the, the constant search for America's next top racist, mm. for <laughs> for the judgment, for the, you know, castration, for, you know, the Louis C.K., for, for all of it. Mm-hmm. The good, bad, the Harvey Weinstein being the most extreme and the Louis C.K. being in the in-between mm-hmm. and, you know, the, all the other, like all mm-hmm. of it. I don't mm-hmm. want to single anyone out. People are going to keep their feelings and their thoughts more to themselves. And that is a concern to me. I I I like, I like when you say, you say you could, you like it was, the lines were more clear. Mm-hmm. So there's not these uh, aversions and, you know, and, and, but for me, like, you know, as far as like the Trump shit and, you know, I don't know if we're going to talk about it, or whatever, but for me, like you look at like Trump and, and, and why people at this point would still support this person as president, whether he's got your fucking 401k better and this for a lot of people and my gut tells me they're like. At least he's not a fucking black dude. At least I don't have to fucking see this fucking black guy, right. and and that's crazy to me. And and as far as racism and all that shit, like I never was, I never growing up in New York City like black, Jew, uh, Spanish, Puerto Ricans, all that. We're all. To, I never had anyone say anything to me mm-hmm. to my face to this day about being Jewish. Only online, right. you Jew this, you. I'm like, people really think like this, right? Yeah. People right. say wild shit. Like, I'm, I never had this in my entire life right. until social media, like, until you brought me on Twitter. Right. <laughs> oh,
2: like, it's your fault again. What were you about to say, Jeff? Uh, because you were saying that you think that racism is more hidden now because of the cancel culture because I think that <laughs> racism is more apparent now that people are definitely not afraid to come out and, and say what they want to well, say. from it's,
3: anonymous like, accounts, still
2: it, it doesn't matter if it's anonymous accounts. You're still knowing that it's existing. But
3: social media, is you could... I, I, that's what I think. I think that people are going to be even more careful to watch what they say, uh, um, watch it. Uh, yeah, I, I I, think like the so, social media, you could say, hey, uh, that's why I'm like, sometimes I'm like, you know, like, like a, a, a person will say something to me, and they'll have a picture of them of what appears to be a black person. I'm like, who the fuck? I don't even know who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. Who am I even talking to? You, you, like I could put a picture of myself as fucking Asian woman. You think you're talking to an Asian woman because of the picture? I'm like, I don't know who. I don't know who you are. Who the fuck are you? Like you know, and like your opinion about me. I don't know you.
1: That's Where are you been? To me
0: because I think both things are 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 actually very true.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that um. The social media allows people to have the bravery because they can hide behind these avatars to say things they wouldn't say to your face. Mm. But back in the day, you had to like, you had to get out, you had to really get out there to be racist. You yeah, had, you did. Th- you had to put on, huh. you had to shave, you, you, had, you to had to get out randy. there. You know what Even i mean? to, like, You had to put an effort work, in You had to yeah. put that work in. Now you could be like, yo, you could go online and be like, I voted for Obama, but- you know what I'm saying? And then you could hide behind a thing. But it's like people are hiding more, but it, 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 the racism is increasing. But I think thats that's to answer your question. That's why I do what I do on social media because I feel like in that space- Calling them out. We have to combat it. And I do understand that not everybody- has the time or effort. I was listening to um, a Rhapsody interview recently and she was talking about in North Carolina, they don't play no North Carolina artists on the, on the radio. So if you're somebody from North Carolina who wants to get in North Carolina hip hop, you got to work for it. Mm-hmm. But most people are working class, they got kids, they got shit to do. They don't have time to go search for the hip hop they like. They turn on the radio mm-hmm. and that's the extent mm-hmm. of it. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's the same thing with social media. It's like people look at it, people I think make the mistake of saying social media uh, bigotry is not real but then it we, is real, but we ignore it. You know, racism is not logical. It's not some logical things. If you ignore them, they go away. Like as a logical person, if, if, if a guy was coming at you and he'd be like, Stop, he's just going to go away after mm-hmm. a certain point. Racism is like, don't follow rules of logic at all. You ignore it. It gets stronger. It just keeps growing. Yeah. I, 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 that- I,
3: I, no, I understand. I, and I, I, I honestly, like I, 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 the, 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 you know, the shit with the Jewish shit to me and, uh, you know, the, 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 but see, even with the Jewish shit, they have to have researched you when it's not something they
0: can see in the face. And that's, that's mm-hmm. what this, that's what these conversations get I guess. crazy. Cause as a black dude, right. they, they well, just how the like, fuck wait, do they know? Cause a lot black. of people
3: think I'm Irish. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, I just never heard no shit like that. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, well, the you know, world is definitely getting very
0: anti-Semitic. Yeah. Y'all catching up. The world is catching up with the anti-Islamophobes, with the Islamophobes now. Like it, in the 9-11 era, it was very much about we hate Muslims. The Trump era moved in on the we hate Muslims, but Trump empowered Nazis. He empowered far right ethno nationalists. They feel very empowered. He said they're very fine people when they marched. They're out there murdering people. You know, in, in New York, very fine. Both sides, very yeah. fine people on both sides. Yeah, even and even in black communities, there are there are strains of anti semitism, but they're fed by very ethno nationalist fascist far right. The black people in the black communities who, who go against Jews, mm-hmm. the stuff they read in. Is some straight up white supremacy, mm-hmm. they just don't. It's they it's, don't know, it's coded and cloaked. Mm-hmm. And so, you have this thing that happened just in New York where this guy uh-huh. ran up in the house with they're having um, as a Hanukkah and celebration, and New Jersey too, and New
3: Jersey the- shot up a bunch of Jewish yeah, people. Yeah, we don't know what the fuck you know, you got the
0: guy, and then it was a guy in um. Was it was it Pittsburgh the guy in Pittsburgh yeah. the year before like it's a situation
2: but that's why social media is so important because it brings light to these things because these things have been happening and we just didn't yeah. know about them mm-hmm. and then when you talk about cancel culture cancel culture brings out more racist because when when that dude that got uh, kicked off of SNL for talking about Asians and stuff like that how many people came to his um. T- to uh, what the fuck? How many people were rallying for him? Like, oh no, let him See, say it. those like are that, all though. racist. So now yeah. we know. Point him out. Okay, yep. you're racist. I you're like racist. That. You're racist. So it's not making people, you know, feel like they can't say more. It's bringing out more of the hate, so we know where it is and know how to eliminate
3: it. I I, I get I get it to a certain extent, and 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 I and I agree. But but you know, like the dude, the SNL dude, the, like that. Do you, you seen his comedy? I've not seen his comment. I've, I've read some of his jokes. Like the, the, the like that whole thing. Like to me, it's like for that dude specifically, I'm like, they shouldn't have fired him. You, you
0: don't what? think so? Nope. Are I think you he serious? They shouldn't have got fired. I think he should have never got hired.
2: And that's and that's what it is. What do you they should vetted him better.
0: I think that what 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 Lorne Michaels and Nate, they, they acknowledged this. They came out and they 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 said, you know, what? we didn't vet him properly. Exactly. They were trying what they were trying to do is they were trying to have a conservative voice or at least a voice to push back because SNL is a very right. liberal show. Right. Is the the writers' room the jokes are very very anti GOP and so because it's a show for America. Lauren right. and them, they were trying to give America a voice. But the problem is, is that there's too much, in my opinion, there's too many strains in the GOP that are not at all about conservatism. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's why they, that's why they, there's no, you can't, who are, the, who are the funny GOP comics? Dennis Miller? Who are the funny ones?
1: Mm-hmm. You know, like,
0: mm-hmm. like Dennis Miller might be right. the only one, and it's because of his experience as a liberal on SNL. Right. If right. he didn't have that experience, it was right. like, they were trying to do something that a, was impossible. Being around
3: those liberal comedians. Yeah. Because that is one thing motherfuckers can't argue. The the Republicans are not as funny as the. No, Democrats. they're not. They're not.
2: Why why do you feel like why do you feel like he shouldn't have been fired? Because I feel like you, based on I met him
3: before the whole thing, just like two months before the whole thing. And he's a funny fucking comedian. And then when I saw the 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 joke, which I saw, I saw the the um the clip of it i i I feel like you got hired mm-hmm. you didn't if if they didn't vet them and I feel like especially comedians people talk shit mm-hmm. people say things mm-hmm. people make jokes you know uh uh people make people like we could say things uh uh when the cameras are rolling over there mm-hmm. that won't be taken out of context That's right so you know and and that to me it's like you know, you hired him, you know, you, you you know, and no one's, I just think it's some bullshit. I don't think, I don't, yeah, th- I, I I'm not saying that, I, 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 I just don't think it's like, and then what do you want to do? Put him on an island? Like what, what's the punishment?
0: I mean, that I is the, his
2: punishment. He does not get to lost work job. for SNL. Yeah, he lost uh, a job. Right. And, and he'll be
0: fine. I think he'll be fine. People are going to come see him no matter what. Mm-hmm. This and Barbie raised his profile. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. as as a white comic who's doing, who's pu- who they, they call punching down, right? He's uh-huh. doing jokes about marginalized people he'll be fine. Um, so I don't have too much sympathy for him. My thing is, the reason why I think they made the decision, I just, you know what I'm saying? The reason why I think that he should have been fired is because of his response. Like, his response was unapologetic. I don't think he understands the issue. Um, and I think that, um, you know, it's it's you gotta be fucking funny. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I you know, you said he was. I haven't seen his. He's funny. You you like. To you would stand-up. think he was funny. He was he. W- the He's fact the fact is, he was funny enough to get an audition on SNL. Yeah. and to and to get that job, and he got so, it just off standup. So apparently. yeah, so so clearly there's talent there. Yes, right, because they're not they're not slouches. At no, SNL. No, right, but I think that. You you have to be so funny that your politics don't matter. I think what I like, I like. Oh, Not like only think- that,
2: he was talking about things like this on his podcast. He wasn't even saying it on stage. Right. So these are his actual views. We don't want yeah, I, people I with on TV that are going to be hateful to any particular group. Comedy, yes, you can make fun of everybody, but if you're hateful towards Asians, you're hateful towards gays. Then we don't want you on TV. But
3: I don't know. I can't say whether, I don't know him well enough to say whether he's hateful or not, but I'm saying as far as like making jokes, especially comedians. Well, you're friends with Bill Burr, right? Yeah. Friendly, well, friendly. Friendly, right? We're cool. I've, heard, I've seen him in press say good, nice
0: things about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I thought, yeah. Yeah. So Bill Burr, to me, what, what you're describing this guy as, and y'all could, as a comedian, you could correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like he's, he was trying to do what Bill Burr does successfully, but just wasn't successful at it in that clip. Yeah, I mean yeah, yeah like Bill in multiple Burr multiple
2: clips. It wasn't just one. Yeah, it, it was, was multiple multiple. Clips. multiple.
0: Bill Burr is not politically correct. Bill Burr does not have what I would consider a progressive woke comedy act. Mm-hmm. But his comedy deals with sex and it deals with race. Mm-hmm. He says things that are politically incorrect, mm-hmm. but they're fucking funny mm-hmm. and they're they're done in a way where even if you disagree with his premise you're like, I still,
2: I still can. And you don't feel like he's hate, being hateful towards But, but the thing
3: about, the, the the thing about like affording, like to being able to get away with it. Let's say, let's say I did the Dave Chappelle bit mm-hmm. that he did about the Asians. Mm-hmm. I did, it was my bit. I wrote right. it word for you, fucking. You can't do that bit. Done. Yeah, you're done. Bye bye. Yeah. But I'm. Gonna but tell the you. reason why. But the reason why no other white comedian could do that is because I'm gonna tell you the white comedian who, who could do it. Who the white comedian who has earned what Dave Chappelle has earned for himself. Now who's that maybe, guy? Maybe be Bill Burr. Bill Burr is the closest mm-hmm. to it. But but right. what I'm saying is like and Bill Bill's last special was mm-hmm. he's talking a lot of shit too. I love this yeah. special. It was I loved it. And too it, was, was, it was. But the reason why he's it was, fucked up. <laughs> but there's there's a, a lot of why. people
2: didn't like it though. Yeah. Especially but, him talking about Michelle. Yeah. Right. But there's Obama
3: there's I agree. And and so there's there's. There's, yeah, I was and they came, came that for that Dave. Yeah. They came they for Dave. And I, and I was like on Twitter, like you, think cause somebody from, it was like, it was some, one of one of those, it was Vice Magazine. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, it wasn't a black girl. It was, it was a, a white girl. Mm-hmm. She said something about, she was going after Chappelle with his thing. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you think you, I didn't say bitch, but I, the intuition, the inflection. Was Be bitch. careful! I'm I, didn't didn't it. It. <laughs> I didn't say it. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Should even
2: been the inflection.
3: But this, this is what my tone was. You think you? Because her, she said, she said, she her agenda was to try to get him canceled. I'm like, you think you are gonna cancel Dave Chappelle? I didn't say it, but in my head, I'm thinking, <laughs> bitch.
2: And and because, I, because thinking it and saying it right now is the same thing as actually no, saying I'm it. Being, then. No,
3: I'm no, because I didn't say it. But in my head, (laughs) but, but, but yeah, thinking it is pretty bad, but but like, who do you think you are to think you are going to cancel Dave Chappelle? And why would that be something that you want to take on trying to do? Yeah, I agree that because now it's like, I'm going to be the person to cancel Dave Chappelle. I'm the person who set off the dominoes to get Shane Gillis fired. I'm the person. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're not doing it because you're doing it for other people. You want that fucking, you want that credibility. And, and, and like, I was offended, number one, that you thought you were going to cancel Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. And number two, it's like, this is a comedy club. Mm-hmm. This is funny. And whether he's a black dude, white dude, Bill Burr, or any of these fucking dude, this is, this, is mm-hmm. this shit's funny. But comedy like, is subjective. Pa- comedy is subjective, but we're in a place now where if you do the old pie in the face, people go, that's bullying. Nah, that shit's funny. It was funny <laughs> on Laverne and Shirley, and it was funny on Lucy. But right. now you'd say, oh, well, the, why
2: are you laughing about the pie in the face? That's comedy. I, I think that pie in the face is a little extreme. I think people would still laugh at that today. But the problem try is...
3: It, try it. You'll get put for bullying. Come I, put a pie in my face over here until oh, you'll get you'll, you'll, over. Like, you bullied Michael Rappaport.
2: Um, I think that the problem is, like, for Dave Chappelle, number one, number one, Dave Chappelle is not, <laughs> it, it has, like you said, he earned, earned the right yeah. to do what why? he wants to do. He's not... And he's also, work. And yeah, work. He also... I agree, but he's why? He's also not trying to be Mr. Oscar host. He's not trying to be that guy. He's mm-hmm. doing his stand-up... Special and that's it he does so you can't cancel somebody that's not trying to be that's mr true. America but the problem is that you have all of these comics that are going on stage and being racist and trying to mask it as comedy it's not always comedy it's just racism and it's just hate if it Sometimes. doesn't make any sense Dave Chappelle what he did with the alphabet people and I'm an alphabet person I was not offended at all he still taught you something and he made you it made you feel relatable he talked about and tried to make you normalize pe- these people that people try to put inside of a body. He didn't just go and spread hate. That's what a lot of these comics are doing. I don't know, and trying to say it's comedy. I,
3: I hear you, but as far as like, if I did word for word that fucking Asian thing, bye bye Michael Rap. Right, because right, you haven't earned his his cultural capital. I understand yeah, that. I understand because of the work.
0: I now, understand. That. Now it's, it's, it would be the same as him like acting in Copland, you know, or him like you know like you know it would be like he, he couldn't go and do a
3: dramatic role. And as good as you could do it. It, I think it's different. I think Mm -hmm. it's different in terms of just, in terms of, and, 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 I just think it's different in terms of what you sh- you're allowed to say, mm-hmm. who's allowed to say it because of what is it because he's a black comic? Is it because he's the great black comic? Is it, you know, I it just it's just if if Bill Burr did that, it would be
0: Yeah, I think Bill Burr has achieved that. I think Louis before the situation yes. could Louis would get on stage and say nigga. Yeah, I know. And, and, and I, I never would agree with that. I would I I didn't have a problem with it because I liked the way he I I liked the story that he framed like when he says when he says uh why are you? When you say the n word, you're putting the word in my head.
3: Why don't you be responsible for the shitty words that you think? Uh-huh. You know, and I, I think that's a good joke. Where are you at with that? You know, I was going to ask you this because I was like, I'm a couple because you know when I saw, I, I actually we right. were texting. Keep I was, that thought, but before Louis and George Carlin, <laughs> yes, there's like
0: and but, Lenny Lenny Bruce, Lenny Bruce, but it's because of the work. It has nothing to do whether they're white, they're black. Louis, I mean, I mean how he I mean, framed it. George black. Carlin, uh, Lenny Bruce. Uh, you know, uh, uh, prior and then in the new era, Murphy, Rock, Chappelle—they get—they can do stuff that be, that the genius of the comedy is so ill mm-hmm. that it brings you in. But anyway,
1: we—we
3: we, we about to say. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I was going to ask you because I said, "Where are you at with with the word?" Because I were, I was mm-hmm. I complimented you when you had a game on the show. Mm-hmm. There was a clip that made me watch the oh, rest yeah. of the episode. But I was like watching you, and I was like, "You guys, end this, end this, end this, end this." And I was like, "Why at this point, end mm-hmm. this?" And like, I'm like, you, "You're you're like, you're you're known as a wordsmith, mm-hmm. right?" And, and and I'm like, "Why is qua and 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 at this point?" Because mm-hmm. everything sorry, that's sorry, got-
0: that's my my mother be asking me that
3: <laughs> at this point, like I'm like, you know, like I'm like, the word, I get the history of it, I get the fucking. The, 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 taking the and power back to it. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I'm just like, the word mm-hmm. has been so fucking, awesome. I mean, the, the, the songs that, I mean, God damn, I, I, like the music and in the, in the repetitiveness in the music, I'm just like, mm-hmm. didn't, didn't Q-tip like the the sucker n word song like i'm He the, justified the use of it in that song. Great song. Yeah. And that's song he's justifying thing. the I use. I know of i understand. It. So but i'm like and it's like we haven't moved off of it. Well it's Pierce Morgan Well, not me cuz i ain't saying. Right. Pierce Morgan <laughs> we <laughs> haven't moved
0: off, yet? off yet. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Pierce Morgan made that argument. Oh. Asked that question publicly back in 2014 2015. Were you on the show? I've never gone on a show. Oh, okay. No. But he just asked it in general. Um I wrote an essay called nigga please, right? <laughs> it's on Medium. You should read. It. I'm going to forward it to you. But it's an essay that breaks down why I started saying it, why I still say it, and what it means. Now, I'll say to you as my good good friend, you have to be careful with how you approach
3: that conversation mm-hmm. because but why 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 do I have to be careful? That's just something that I don't mm-hmm. I don't like about about race. Mm-hmm. If I ask this question, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to be careful. Like, I'm asking the question from a mm-hmm. genuine place. It shouldn't be. This is a thing I think mm-hmm. is fucked up with race. It's like, mm-hmm. you say, you have to be careful. I go, no, I don't have to be careful. And you know what? I could say something to piss you off. Mm-hmm. You could say something to piss me off. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have anything to do with race. But what you were talking
0: about is we can do that to each other off the cameras. Once we have these cameras on, we have to understand that we're having this conversation public. Like, you and me might be able to say something to each other privately that I wouldn't say. Mm-hmm. So now, when you talk about, you said, I feel like I'm genuine. I, I know for a fact you're genuine. I know for a fact that your intention is is damn near perfect mm-hmm. when you ask this question, mm-hmm. but when it comes to oppressed people, yes, the intention doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That I it got doesn't it. matter how genuine you feel. Mm-hmm. The fact is is that by not understanding and questioning it in that way you you have to be, that's why I said be careful. I didn't say you can't participate. I got you, but you have to be careful with how you introduce yourself to the conversation. I got because you could do it in a way that's harmful by mistake, and when you're harmful by
3: mistake it still causes it to harm. I the get you. Person. You know what I'm saying? So, so, And it's better to say it than type it. Because if you tweet, that's mm-hmm. what, like the Twitter thing. Yeah. When there's no, when there's no, like as a, if no I did content. it on a video, mm-hmm. it's one thing. If we see you uh, uh, um, on Instagram yeah. or on this, it's one thing. But when you, if you ask that, like when there's no inflection or mm-hmm. tone or you could hear the genuineness, mm-hmm. you get fucked up. Now, that's one thing about Twitter that's fucked me up. But go ahead. Sorry. Now,
0: now one thing, one of my favorite true
3: romances is,
0: is a, f- Fantastic film, right? And um one of my favorite scenes from it is Chris Walken and Dennis Harper talking about eggplants so, <laughs> so good, like, like talking about. And if you haven't seen the scene, please go watch True, True Romance. Mike is just in it. just look up the scene because it's yeah. so But the best brilliant. part of the scene is when he says, "You know, your grandmother might be, you ha- know, your, your great great grandmother fucked a nigga, and you're half eggplant." And then, and then he shoot, Chris Walken shoots him. He says, why did the Don shoot him? He said he, he called the Don a nigger. He said the Don was black, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got this character, Gary Oldman. He's, he, white boy, white boy day. Drexel, right? the, yeah. Yeah, Drexel.
3: He's talking what about a good white, line. Yeah. You thought it was white
0: boy day. You thought it was white boy day. I quote that one too when they get I mad at I quote about. it too. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I want to ask you though, your journey to LA mm-hmm. reminds me of your character in that movie. Your character in the movie was a guy who was trying to be actor. Like he was, he was friends with, with the guy was Clarence, was his name. Yeah, he's friends with Clarence. He's trying to be actor. His roommate is Brad Pitt, yeah. Floyd.
3: Whatever happened to that dude, Brad
0: Pitt? To Floyd?
3: <laughs> I don't
0: know what happened to Floyd. I yeah. just saw Brad Pitt kick Bruce Lee's ass in the Tarantino yeah. movie, which I thought was strange. Um, tell me about
3: being in that movie because Tarantino wrote that movie, right? It was it was everything you could imagine. I was I was that character in terms of the earnestness and excitement about getting my big break. And Mm -hmm. I was originally... Originally, going to do another part, a smaller part, and and uh, um, the casting director was they couldn't find it. That character was written for a, a black dude. It was mm-hmm. in the script. It was a black dude. It okay. was the same dialogue and stuff like you that. You taking right? roles for black our people jobs. too? Fuck God that! Damn it! Fuck that! <laughs> um, I, I guess they couldn't cast it. They couldn't <laughs> find yeah, the right, right dude. That's what they told <laughs> they you. That's what they told <laughs> they me they could have got but Don Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> he would have been good. Yeah. Um. Um. But. Um, you know, and I auditioned, and 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 I was that dude. I guess but it
0: was White Boy Day. It was White <laughs> Boy Day that day,
3: but 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 the um, but but you know, like I was that guy, and like you know, there was so much excitement about that script going around and mm-hmm. that 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 film and the cast, and I I would go in there, and I remember like I was auditioning, like looking this way, and I looked behind me, there was the 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 casting board, and they had Christian Slater and Patricia Arquette and Gary Oldman, and Christopher Walken, all their headshots, and I just remember do looking at that shit and like before the audition I was I just it was it was my time to get that part. Like I was that character. Like mm. in terms of the excitement about getting my big yeah, break. you and were very an, excited. And to 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 an extent, that's uh uh, uh what true romance was for me. Right. Like if I shootout. to shoot out That that was me like I got that part like I was like I got the part like it was just meant everything to me which is a line from the movie yeah
2: do you go into because like you said the same thing um, for your other do you go into every audition like this is my part or do you like specifically like pick what you audition for and go for the things you like? oh I got this
3: so you know, you know, I don't have to audition as much as I used to. Um, sometimes you have to read for things. Sometimes you, you, you know it'll be an offer. Sometimes it, it'll be a meeting. But when I have to audition, like my back hairs go up. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, you know, I don't get. I've always been a good auditioner, and as far as acting, it, it, it you know, like being a good auditioner almost be like good being a good freestyler and Mm -hmm. being a good songwriter Mm -hmm. it's a totally different skill Mm -hmm. like you know some great actors they're just too freaked out by the by the fucking process of Mm auditioning i was never i was never i didn't like it but i was always leaned into the shit right so so at this point if i have to audition part of me takes it personal and i'm like i'm coming to fucking get this shit you know, and 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 now you kind of know like what you're right for, and mm-hmm. you know what you'll get cast for, and you know. But but as far as actors, like you know, especially young actors, like I I, I tell them when people ask me, like if you're like a, a audition actor, like it don't have nothing to do with you. You Mm -hmm. might do the best. They might want like you, they might, the girl might be five, four and you might be six, three. And it just means like, you can't have a, you can't be a a foot taller. They might, the girl might have blonde hair and they don't, they might want to bring that. You can't coach height. It's just certain things. It just might not be what they have in their head. So much of it is, is like, it's like uh, pictures of what they have in their head. It just might be not, might might not be your thing. It's hard not to take a person. I never took it personally when I didn't get parts. Like I was like, fuck them. Let's go to the, next thing. And, mm-hmm. I and i still still do that but Very you nice. know it's part of the thing but it's a totally different skill it's like yeah. you know rocking freestyle in, in washington square park right or can you make a fucking you know song
0: i'm not mm-hmm. sure how true this story is but i heard a story that when uh will smith came to hollywood he set his sights on alien pictures uh-huh. space pictures because uh-huh. he's like alien and space pictures always make hundreds of millions of dollars mm-hmm. so i'm gonna focus on that And we had Anthony Anderson on. He talked about being specific. Um, you worked with so many different people. Um, you know, like we'll talk. I want to hear about working with like De Niro and DiCaprio, but like working with Will Smith. You were on Fresh Prince, Mm -hmm. and then you worked with him again in Hitch. Uh Um, Are there lessons from working with Will?
3: Um, he Will Smith has always been Will Smith in terms of like that, that sort of. Essence that he has, you know, he's always very positive, uh, always in control, and he's got that fucking charisma. Mm. He just has that charisma, you know, there's (laughs) just
2: a... Yes, Will Smith is a Libra.
3: She thinks she's Miss Cleo. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Um. So you know, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like groove with him and rock with him. Like those, mm-hmm. both like Will Fresh Prince was in and out quick, and and Hitch was kind of like the director. I didn't really like the director, and, mm-hmm. and Will was cool. So it was little things, but like he definitely, you know, was the the motherfucker in the room. But mm-hmm. but but just there's like a lightness about him. Mm-hmm. i say there's a lightness about him.
2: Mm-hmm. Out of all the present day stars you've worked with, like Will Smith and Leo. Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt like when you saw them back in the day did you just look at them and be like oh they're gonna be a star? DiCaprio
3: 100% Brad Pitt 100% um Leonardo uh you just it's just a a fucking charisma it's like a, it's like an it factor you know and 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 you saw the talent and you just knew mm-hmm. you just knew like Brad Pitt, you just knew. I mean, I think the whole when he came out with Thelma and Louise, you were like, "That's a fucking movie star." Yeah, and 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 he superseded. So did Leonardo superseded the expectations in terms of the way they've handled themselves, mm-hmm. uh, 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 the fact that they are sort of like old school movie stars. They've improved throughout the years. They've taken chances as actors. Mm-hmm. You know, they 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 have the 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 look and the skills. It's like Denzel to me is the greatest movie star ever yeah. because. He has the movie star looks and the skills of a great character Mm -hmm. Mm actor. So when you have that, it's like, I think like Jennifer Lawrence will go down in history, Mm -hmm. in my, like, she's still what, 26? She's brilliant. She'll go down as the greatest movie star ever uh, a fem- if, from females because she has, if she she wants to, but she has the looks and the chops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she's beautiful. She's accessible. And and she could, sh- you can see her, you know, gaining weight, losing weight, you know, taking a fucking tooth out, you know, to mm-hmm. play other parts. Mm-hmm. And 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 um, Leonardo, he just had it. And, and Brad Pitt <laughs> fucking had it. You just, right, right. he just had it. And like you, when you, you know, you watch him work, you know, young, like you were like month. Motherfuckers just, he just had it. Mm -hmm. Just you
2: learn from them.
3: I didn't learn so much from them because they're they're like peers, you know, and and I didn't work deeply with either one of them. I'd probably learn more from them now, you know, but I- I, Like Like watching? Yeah, but Mm -hmm. for watching them, you know, like I just love that they both have, they take a lot of chances as actors. They both done a lot of shit that, you know, they didn't need to do, Mm -hmm. you know, um, as actors. You know, I didn't, like I worked with Leonardo Quick- so it wasn't like I got to really watch him get down, and Brad Pitt also was quick, so I didn't get to really watch him get down, like to to to, to learn from from an actor that you're actually in in scenes with, because mm-hmm. you know when you're in scenes with people you're 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 rocking, mm-hmm. you know, but when you 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 know when you when you watch him on film, you could learn more, mm-hmm. and if you do like a bunch of scenes, a bunch of scenes, that's mm-hmm. maybe where you could learn from them, right? Um, but those guys, it was quick, but I mean, I I, I fuck with those guys hard, and I just. You know, both of those guys have been so famous for so long, mm-hmm. and you'd be hard pressed to find anybody that has anything negative to say. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I could walk out of this room, there's probably gonna be like two people like this motherfucker would lose <laughs> me if they're funny. You know, like to be mm-hmm. that famous and have all eyes on you from movie set to movie mm-hmm. set to award show to every fucking supermarket you go into to every time you get a coffee, like everybody, like I remember I saw a Leonardo at, at, at the Sports Chalet, mm-hmm. like, 9.30. It was like when this place just opened on a Sunday. Right. I was in there with my kids getting something like before a game and I ran into him and there was probably about this many people in there and everybody's just sitting around staring at him. <laughs> like he was around the registers. I was like, this is a fucking, this is a fucking nightmare.
0: I was with you last. I was at, I went to see Jasmine work at the comedy store and, um, no, was, I am a
2: real comic. Contrary to popular belief. Comedian, but, um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> it was
0: Chappelle was there that night. And uh, we went upstairs at Chappelle, and I saw Leo. He had this, his hat and in the, in the, the hoodie. And I had met him before at parties with like Q-Tip and stuff. But, you know, the context is different when you're in a comedy club trying yeah. to enjoy it. And I, he, I was standing next to the bathroom, and he comes to the bathroom. I'm like, what's up, Leo? And he gave me like the... Mm.
3: He didn't... He, yeah, he, No,
0: because, because in that in that moment, I recognized what it was. I didn't take offense to it. in yeah. that moment, he was like, I'm here to see a comedy show, see Dave Chappelle there's so many people who want to speak to me that I got to protect my energy. He's right. not even trying to make eye contact right. to even give out his energy right. unnecessarily because you never know what that could be. Yeah. You know what
3: I, I, mean? I, I get it. I mean, the motherfuckers are on some other level of yeah. fame shit. You know yeah. I mean? It's, it's a lot, you know I mean? He went from teen heartthrob, which that's got to mm. shock the soul. Mm. You know, I'm not saying like, Oh, he's, you know, been a prisoner in, a, in an Iraqi war camp, but <laughs> that's sort of like, you know, Michael Jackson, right. you know, Eddie Murphy, Madonna, Justin Bieber, like mm. that fame. It's, historically it doesn't work out right. well, you know? And he, he had that for like a, that Titanic yeah. was like, you know, that's gotta fuck with you, you know? And you know, he can't get a coffee without people like oh, fuck, everybody. He can't, can't even rec-
0: go to the bathroom at a comedy club. No. Nah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> exactly. Not live of <laughs> people, people that, people that net, net yes, know yeah. him. So yeah. So I, 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 I get it. So anyway. Um, he's good friends with
0: Q-Tip. Yeah. Um, your love for hip hop yep. made you want to direct this tropical quest documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and for all intents and purposes, there was some drama uh, surrounding that documentary yeah. when it first came out. Yeah. But for my money, um, I, um, <laughs> as a fan of, of of you and a fan of Tropical Quest, I, I liked the documentary mm-hmm. a lot. I thought it told a necessary story. Mm-hmm. Um, the our initial trailer for the documentary is, was online mm-hmm. and it was called Beats, Rhymes, and Fights. Mm-hmm. And when you came to, we talked about it, I was around, hanging out around mm-hmm. you. Um, there's a story that Q-Tip didn't like the first cut or the first way that the documentary was coming out. Is that true?
3: Yeah. I mean, there's, there was, uh, the, 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 the first trailer was a trailer that got, this is a true story, uh, that got, um, that got taken from the editing house mm-hmm. and posted online. Okay. So it was just it was like an like idea. A, it was an idea. And the beat rhymes and fights was just something that like, it was just like a play on beat rhymes and right, 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 right. And, and, and that came out, but, yeah, I mean, there was there was things that all the guys and 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 um recipes to five to 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 Fife yeah and and I mean there were certain things that that everybody didn't like at one point and that was one of the challenges of the documentary and any mm-hmm. documentary I and mean, when you're telling a story of uh, three guys four guys including Jarobi, that spans you know twenty plus years um that are a group that you know has some dysfunction. And that the guys had, you know, their 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 things that they didn't agree on uh, amongst themselves. When you tell certain things, and people were being very candid, mm-hmm. and it wasn't just tribe guys; it was it was guys from you know in the in the native tongue collective, right. you know, that were sort of you know sharing things that would make other people uncomfortable. Understandably, uh, certain, you know there are certain things that that didn't uh, that that QTip didn't like, mm-hmm. and and you know we butted heads on it. And uh, eventually we came to a, a happy medium. And I think that we put out the stuff that needed to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. I My intention was never to make anybody feel uncomfortable. Like I had a, a, a love affair with a Tribe Cold Quest and I wanted to make the movie out of love. And I didn't know that there was any strife between... Right. I didn't you know when you went into it, you didn't, I, I thought it was going to be like this homage, you know, mm-hmm. just how did you make this song? How did you make that song? And then the story got deeper. And then of course five, you know, with dealing with his health stuff, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 it gave, you know, it became this more uh, realistic, um, you know, accessible human story. So, you know, I, I eventually I'm, I'm, you know, we came to the, the medium and, and I'm so glad that we were able to do it. And at the end of the day, you know, the guys were all happy with the film and I was happy with the film and you know me and Q-Tip are still friends and uh you know i was just glad you know with the passing of fife that i was able to tell the story mm-hmm. because they deserve to have a documentary made about them at the highest end and that's all my intentions were mm-hmm. um so they're they're you know it's not the first time that uh, uh the director and the subject uh uh, uh you know butted heads on it right. and it could be the last time we make
0: documentaries about stuff that you love as a director. You made a 30 for 30 yep. uh, for ESPN, right? Mm-hmm. You want to tell us about that a little
3: bit? 30 for 30 on the Knicks, on the 70, mm-hmm. uh, 70 73 Knicks, the last time we won a championship. <laughs> I hey, wore my Knicks hat for you. Yeah, I know. You fucking annoy me with that shit. I know you go back and forth. I know. I no longer support that. Okay, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I no longer support that team or that franchise. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the docs are fun, and, and the Tri Movie was a passion project, and it was a fucking honor to do it. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I you know, and I remember, you know, when we talk about like being in the studio with you and I was like, Yo, when's Tribe I remember I always used to ask you and Corey this, when's Tribe mm-hmm. gonna make a new movie? Uh, make a new record? When's Tribe gonna new, make make a new record? And that Interest in them making a new record is what spawned the doc, right? Um, that's what it was. Like, then I, I asked that throughout the movie: "Are you guys gonna make more music?" And then it became, "No, we ain't making no music." Are you guys gonna do any more shows together? Eventually, it was like, "We ain't gonna do more shows." But that was like their their deal. And 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 um, you know, I'm glad I'm glad I made the movie, and I'm glad that um, I, you know, that movie was so emotional to make, and 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 that whole it was time. emotional for fans too. It was yeah, then they're, they're they because they struck an emotional chord mm-hmm. with us. You know, and it was an and and it became very relatable, you know. Um and you know, they were trying to, the thing with me and Tip is like he was trying to protect in some ways the legacy of tribe. And I never wanted to fuck with the legacy of tribe. It just we just were going at it. It mm-hmm. was a power play and I just I love that dude. You know, and yeah, I me love, too. I love tribe, you know what I mean? They you know I Q tip is one of the
0: and Tropical Quest and Fife and Ali and jerobi and everything, but you know, <laughs> Tip as a producer and just as
3: an entity is so influential in what I do. So influential. Yeah. I mean, he's a fucking he's so influential. like when I see a tweet LL saying I'm making a record with Q tip the abstract, i Yeah, I'm that's like, crazy. Is it
2: fucking happening?
3: Like, you know, yeah, I'm that's like, that's crazy. You know, that would be <laughs> stupid if that happens. No so doubt. I would I would love that I made that. No doubt.
2: Man, uh, Q tip vibrant thing. <laughs> You remember the video and they were doing this thing? Yeah, that's the I Hype cannot, Williams era. Oh my God, I couldn't do it for nothing in the world until I was an adult. <laughs> he
3: took so much fucking strife for that, Q-Tip. Remember? Because they were like, oh, he's like, you know, we're all
2: the it girls. Was, in it the was tri- the
0: video because when you listen to that Amplified album, it holds up. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It just, nobody wanted to see Q-Tip be fabulous like that you yeah. know, at that time. We, I know. We, what we wanted as fans was... was to East Coast stop. We wanted that tribe shit. And, and Tip wasn't on that tribe shit. Yeah. At he, that time. He wanted to move on. Yeah, and, he, and,
3: and you know, and he's entitled to that shit. You know, it's like we can't. That's one thing that I got away. I took away from making that movie because my whole thing was like, well, why don't I go back to being this? Why to not go back to be there? And people, you know, life, art, doesn't you you know you you can't capture those memories the first time you heard mm-hmm. Black is Black mm-hmm. the, the first time I heard Black is Black was on the fucking radio mm-hmm. and when I heard Jungle Brothers saying you know that song and Q Tip going uh, he said you know Q Tip Q Tip from the, the Tropical Quest on the Jungle Brothers record oh, oh yes that's never yeah. gonna happen again right right you know I'm never gonna promo number one it's mm-hmm. never gonna happen you know mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so those memories that whole time and the first time I heard you know check the rhyme I was in in Detroit making zebrahead on the radio and I was like what the fuck is this right D- you know this is not going to happen again and yeah, you have man. to move forward and 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 they're entitled to move forward and and that was kind of like you know, uh, uh, why I made the movie. Right, and, right. Uh, and, you know, you can't capture those memories like, yo, when you heard Bonita Applebaum and you trying to talk mm-hmm, to your mm-hmm. real chick who in your mm-hmm. head is your It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Just like these poor fucking suckers, these kids, uh, their <laughs> memories are going to be uh, infused with a bunch of fucking dog shit music. God bless you, yeah, But they're going to think
2: it's amazing.
0: On, think I don't it's think it's, they
3: are. I don't... know. No, they are. Yeah. They are.
0: I'm going to tell you why. Because I remember when Ja Rule was on the radio... And everybody who loved pure hip hop was like, man, this shit is awful. No, and I'm it's like, not. Uh, you you weren't there for this. <sighs> But that's what, the, that's, what we, that's what we were saying. We didn't fuck with Ja Rule. No. You know, but then, but if you go to an old school hip hop party now, you gonna hear whatever I am my baby. That mm-hmm. is a classic. You know? Like, the same thing happened with Puff and Big. Yes. yes. When Puff and Big was out. Puff. The underground was not fucking with Biggie Smalls. No. They were not fucking what? with Puff. You go to an underground <laughs> 90s hip hop party where they keep it real and they play more Money more Promise yes. and everybody's throwing their rollies in the air. Yes. When back then, we was dissing rollies. Yes. Wow. Absolutely. That's real. Nostalgia. Changes how you see that's things. real. That's you, real. It makes you remember being at that time. You yes. forget how much you hated that song.
3: That's real. You're like
0: I was there. You know
3: what I'm that's saying? true. There was a lot of backlash on Puff and all that mm-hmm. shiny suits, shiny wow. suit shit. Right now you could play
0: mace records at an old school hip hop yeah, party that shit, and
3: people gonna dance. It, word the fuck up. Yeah, like that, like that
0: shit was the hottest shit for, and it was the hottest shit on the radio. But underground we wasn't fucking.
3: Yeah, about. I agree. I
0: agree. But that's literally
2: like, how it's always gonna be. Like yeah, you're gonna nostalgia the,
0: makes everything rose colored in in retrospect. Um, I want to ask you about so we we talked about you as a controversial uh social media person, right? yes. Do you feel like as a as a white man because I see I you can't going, relate to that as a white man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I see you going at Laura Ingram. yes, Donald Trump. I see you taking using your platform to <clears throat> speak out against racism often and and, mm-hmm. and, and people and, and and bigotry. Do you feel like you have
3: to? just out of your white privilege take a stand with these things i don't think of it as out of my white privilege you know i think of it as just as far as like the trump shit and like the laura england shut up and dribble like i don't see how you're not offended by that mm-hmm how anybody's not offended by shut up and dribble. And you're somebody who go at LeBron on some sports shit. On some sports yeah, shit. On some, and, yeah, on sports shit. And then, you know, and some slightly Yeah. And I could go at LeBron and some sports shit. Mm-hmm. And I could go at fucking, you know, this bullshit rapper on some bad rapping shit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this one on some bad movie mm-hmm. fucking shit, whatever, but they don't have nothing to do with, you know, whatever. Yeah. But the shut up and dribble shit and the and the Trump shit is so offensive to me at times that, you know, to not say anything is surprising to me you enable it I shut up and dribble yeah bitch you know see you gotta be careful with that I I know that but Mm -hmm. I'm saying I'm like I'm throwing back to but I'm like Mm -hmm. but also like the B word in my opinion now is taking on the same thing that I was asking you originally about the N word right but you would never say the N word no right (laughs)
2: but calling women (laughs) right right but calling women bitches is the same thing Oh, but that's God that's
0: that's our that's our male privilege, right? Like, like. But it,
2: it, at the end of the day, though, you shouldn't be calling women bitches either. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what? And I you shouldn't strong. be telling
3: people to fucking shut up and dribble. That that's what I'm true. saying in regards to. I was right. making a joke about that. I I get it, but it's hey, I'm not per. I don't try to be perfect. That's one thing I, I will say. I don't care about being perfect, mm-hmm. whether I'm on camera. Certainly in real life, mm-hmm. but on camera, and that's why when I talk shit on, on on the on the internet, like I'm not there to be perfect. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna oh like come see my my show. Is this? I don't. That's not who I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna talk shit. I'm gonna make fun of you. I'm gonna make fun of myself. Mm-hmm. And even when I've made fun of uh, Trump, and I make fun, like, there's always stuff about my well, not anymore. But I would also like poke fun at myself mm-hmm. because as far as talking shit, you know, like as far as stepping on toes like if you're going to talk shit like i believe like if, if you're going to talk shit you would talk about shane gillis if you're going to talk shit you're going to step on toes if you're going to talk shit i might even from this far of a distance i might accidentally spit on you by accident <laughs> and if i spit on please you please don't accident, do that but if, I you, but if i spit on you by talking like i'm going to Lying say excuse I know, I'm me i pardon me i spit on you so in my opinion like if you talk shit like you you should be able to, it's okay to apologize i'm not wanting to i stand by everything i say Right. I, I fucking, I fucking, I, there's things I regret from this morning that I said. <laughs> right. You know, so, but as far as like the, 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 the race and the saying things and all this stuff, like, like m- my father is a more toned down version of me, but like, shut up and dribble. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here.
0: Yeah. I, so you, you were able to. As a man, and
3: I've taken a lot of flack for that shit.
0: Yeah, no, I, I understand you as a man, right? Just as as a man, like you, you, <laughs> you are able to see what's wrong with shut up and dribble. You're able to see it so clearly that you don't. You're expressing that you don't understand how other people
3: don't see it, right? It's very clear to me. So yeah, because so, it's just shut up and dribble, you black motherfucker, and get the that's and the while context. you're over there. Clean my fucking car. That's, the clean, that's what it is. That's exactly right. Now, if you take that out of context, I'm going to be Shane Gillis. Right. Thing, so if you no. We don't that. do that here. Like, but no, <laughs> no, but I'm just, no, but that's that's you just put like <laughs> shut up and You're like, "What are you wearing, Colin Qualis?" Here, the, the fuck party. party.
2: We do
0: not
3: do that. No, but, but
0: <laughs> this is this is a good segue to get into I think uh, uh, the uh, the heart of some of this discussion because okay. I think you acquiescing right now. With the po- point about bitch. Like you I said it in a way that you were able to hear me in a different way. Yeah. Right? You have said a few things publicly on some roast shit going back and forth that I don't think you should have said. Like what? And that I disagree with. We're gonna we're gonna get into them. Okay. But it's sort of the thing like You and me come from the same place. You and me spent time growing up. I was talking about that tape of me, me, you and Corey. I'll be honest with you. There's some shit that we say on that tape that we probably wouldn't say in 2020 that we said on a tape of two, 2003. Because we were in private. Right. And because we were younger, we didn't have enough, as much experience. But the way we talk- Because they haven't started canceling motherfuckers? There's no cancel culture. You know, but also- we What have, did we say? We're familiar with each other. What's I'm not, What's we don't not? need to talk about that. We have enough stuff here to talk about. You probably about. said worse
1: than <laughs> me. <laughs> no, I didn't, but.
0: <laughs> but just the same way that you were able to understand in this moment, why maybe bitch wasn't what you needed to say yes. in this point. So either we, we sometimes we can live life by like battle rap rules, right? Battle rap rules is just like anything goes. When you look at old battle raps from twenty years ago, it's homophobic, it's misogynist, there's racism in there, right? In that. But if you try to take that same energy and put it in in a society, it just doesn't fit, right? And so I think for for you as a you consider yourself a shit talker, mm-hmm. so and that's been like you 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 said earlier on the show, my uh, participation in the culture was I could play basketball, I could talk shit. Mm-hmm. But that shit-talking culture is not the same and not seen the same in what is like this woke era, yeah. right? And so beyond political correctness, because <laughs> I don't consider myself a politically correct person. I right. say things that that, that are, not, are too hot for TV, for lack of a better phrase. Mm-hmm. But I try to make sure that I'm not saying anything that punches down and I'm not saying anything that could potentially harm a marginalized group of people. For the sake of my own ego, for the sake of some laughs, mm-hmm. for the sake of anything. And I think that's where I think you have gotten caught up in the conversation. Because you're having conversations on TV, on your Instagram, on Twitter, that you, me, and Corey and Dave Dar might have had in private. But you're like, fuck that. I keep it real. Mm-hmm. I say what I got to say. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like, bring it back to white privilege, it can blind you sometimes to some of the things you say and how... Mm-hmm that's not really acceptable in this space no matter what the context is right so even if we're roasting it's like we're roasting we're roasting we're roasting
3: hold on but you can't say that mm-hmm. you know right what I'm but and if so, you're roasting you could you could say it and, and private no. with this and that no but like, but, but no no mm-hmm. no Not. Uh, let me tell you something mm-hmm. w- when i grew up talking shit in the park mm-hmm. we're snapping yeah we're good it's on and right. popping that's right because you right say hand. oh you white mother like yo you right. ashy dusty motherfucker right. look yeah, at right. you Right, uh, whatever it is, it is, and nobody's, no one is even thinking about like you. Man, fuck you, you. Ra-. No, mm-hmm. it's we're snapping. What Were you about to say?
2: I, I uh, just like at know- a roast
3: battle. I was at my first roast battle, Jeff
2: Frost, and it's horrible, and that's she why I don't a, roast white people. But, but right they, now. they, gave, they shirt shirt gave that. But they I gave my favorite. white They person. gave the announcement. <laughs> they gave the
3: announcement at the top. Yo. This ain't no one's but getting offended about anything. Roast battle plays by battle rap rules. I get it. Life doesn't. But we're exactly. no, I understand you're that. Up I to totally, and- I totally understand that. But I'm saying when you're roasting, like mm-hmm. yo, I'm talking about. I'm in the park. We're talking shit. We just play. You blah 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 blah. You blah 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 blah. You there. It's, right. it's on
2: Okay, so when your you're mom's the, is, I don't even with, know your mom you can, okay. right, 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 right. when you're in the park though it's two people we're agreeing that we're roasting right yes. so we're agreeing that it's no hoes barge I can say whatever I want when I'm in the comedy store on Tuesday night I'm agreeing I'm roasting this person right when you're on the internet those people are not agreeing to roast with you those people are not agreeing for you to say this that and the third you yes. cannot just go online calling black people ashy oh yeah the,
3: the, you, the Kenya Moore thing mm-hmm. this is the kenya Moore thing because the context of it was this i was on uh watch what happens live mm-hmm. uh we, we were watching what happened live we yeah, we,
1: we, we, <laughs> we were we were talking about
3: the show <laughs> right now i had said things about kenya Moore on the show mm-hmm. nothing personal mm-hmm. nothing whatever but when we were on the show first of all before we started watch what happens live i went backstage with no cameras i just want to let you know i'm a fan mm-hmm. i appreciate you i enjoy the show like to try to let her mm-hmm. know like I'm, I'm not here right. to, to start. This anything. is a performance. This is a performance. Right. And how are you? Mm-hmm. So when we went out there and uh, uh, we started talking about the show, like we were talking, I don't remember what started it, but the thing that no one got. This is like back in 2016. Yeah. But the thing that no one got, she, she said something about, this is what she said. She said, I don't know how we got to this point, but she said, you're fat, old and white. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't say anything. No, you
2: said that you said that she was jealous of you. And she said, what? Am I jealous of a fat old white man? Whatever what it is.
3: Right? Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. You say if I say you're jealous, you're jealous, cause she had said something, but I don't remember whatever it was. Whatever it was, it was nothing, it was nothing um disparaging or personal. It was like shit talking. Mm-hmm. But when you go, you're fat, old, and white, I'm looking right at your ashy ankles. Your ankles are ashy. Now, if that has something to do, if, if if to me, that's like yo, you're talking shit. You're saying you're fat. Your ankles are ashy. Well, he's now here. Period. But see, here's the issue. Then I don't give a fuck if that's. I don't even. I don't even understand how that could even be taken in any way, shape, or form as race. I'm gonna tell you your ankle, why. Because yo, your ankles are ashy. You're you're saying you're fat all the way. I'm saying, and you're on live TV with it. Ashy ankles. I'm gonna tell you why.
0: When you hear people talk about the word ashy. <laughs>
3: Is it ever a reference to white people? No, but Never. when you start saying you're fat, fat, mm-hmm. yeah, just because you're saying you're fat, like, what am I going to say? Right. You're fat, then well, I'm saying like, because I, mm-hmm. I could, it's because I was looking at her back fat mm-hmm. and I was like, I could say something about her back fat, right. but then you're yes. disparaging a woman who's got back fat. So it's like, how do you win? So I well, didn't, but, so, but the context mm-hmm. of it was, I didn't say anything at the time. Later on in the show, we did the, the after show, she said something else and mm-hmm. I was like, yo, you're not, playing me on TV. I don't give a fuck if you're white, right. black,
0: but, black but man, but white. You're, you're not playing it, me on you, TV. It would have been
2: better for you to, to call her fat because she just called you fat. She did if she would have said right, excuse you, my you, you language. You can be fat
0: and black, but you can't be ashy. like the ashy you can't be ashy mixed
3: specific but, to But qua, her
2: mm-hmm. ankles were ashy. It doesn't matter. That's not the point. It, yes, it, yes it it's you not, see this is some this is some I've
3: been growing up like like I've grown up like with as far as a snap Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, oh, you're fat, white, and this. Or when you're younger, like yo, your elbows are ashy. Like yeah, but, like, but see, Mike, the reason or it's like saying like your breath is bad. But the reason it's, it's, not, not. The same it's thing. not. It's not. It's not because your breath, breath is be bad.
0: bad. Is bre- anybody's breath could be bad. But her only- feet were actually ashy. But that's
3: not the point. That's, to me, that's, it was. But it can't. Be. And we're on live TV. Like but, you're saying, you're fat, old, and white. I'm like. Nah, you're. This not happening. But see, Mike, to you me that has nothing to do with race. But and and also like mm-hmm. that, like it's like if you're gonna if you feel comfortable enough to say to me mm-hmm. you're fat, old, and white on right. TV, I'm gonna say the only way to dis- the only way to defuse it is to make people laugh, and I'm laughing at the fact that you're That's actually not- you're you're actually on TV, and you've had a you had a glam squad of three people
1: mm-hmm.
3: blowing you and tighten you into your dress, and you still got ashy feet. The, 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 <laughs> okay.
2: okay. This is the thing, and, and this is what we're. <laughs> this trying is to, some it, overly
3: sensitive okay, shit. Okay, but because if we were what, in the park and I said, "Yo, if you're talking," but we're, to we're you, not in the park. But we're online to you. She's getting into some snap shit. But I'm trying to make you understand snapping. why right.
2: it's offensive. So because right. maybe you don't understand. No, it, let I me get, just talk for a second so ahead. I can explain to you. Okay, so Ashy is saying the only people that can be Ashy are black. That mm. is no, it is. Bill so, Burr so, did a thing about Ashy. was not funny. Yeah, that's
3: that's not true. I can
2: show you my my well my my.
3: I got the same thing. I I saw, I saw Bill Burr's so, bit
0: uh, just to qualify I saw Bill Burr's bit about ashy asheness. the reason why it's funny is because he's acknowledging that ashy is something that he wasn't aware of until he married a black woman Right. so it still is correct to say that it's only in reference to black people that you're saying that but go ahead what are you saying
2: so when it's something that's only in reference to black people you cannot say that it's oversensitive if it's hurting someone's feelings or they feel like you're being racist towards them If she, she can said, feel however she wants to feel it's not just about what she felt it's mm. about what uh, all black She's women right. are gonna to because feel, I was but offended all black as well. Are that feel. I that
3: I called her. Would, Absolutely. Would you be offended if she said you're old, white, and you're you're fat, old, and white?
2: So you I, I I can her explain old why. Fat and, I'm explain why, and why that.
0: I'm explain why that doesn't offend me. Because you, <laughs> as a straight white male, right? When a black woman or a person of color or anybody says, "Well, you're white." It's like the Louis C.K. joke. Oh, you're reminding me that I own slaves. Like that's not a white's not what bothered me. Okay. The
3: fat and old and white on live TV when I didn't say anything about the way
0: she looked or anything. But this like is that. what you're saying. What you're saying is, is that you're saying that two wrongs make a right. Mm-hmm. And that's not that's not a position that I think can be defended. I don't think you could say because I, I th- she was wrong, I
3: decided to be wrong. I, I, I don't let me t- we're we're not gonna agree on this because right, right. I don't think like when we're getting into name calling. Mm-hmm. If you're for, I can't say, I'd rather say you're ashy than call a woman fat on TV, knowing that my wife is watching the TV. Like I, like, I just feel like you get more trouble for that, but it happened so quick. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. you're not, you're not dissing me on TV. It's not happening. But there other saying, dis- there's
2: other diss. other diss that you can do. It. And for you, ask someone that you know. Well, there, is so a what if I say, rapper. yo?
3: Your wig is crooked. Then yes. you're talking about a black woman's no, wig. No,
2: you're not. You're not talking. Bullshit. Everyone wears wigs. I, I don't agree. I, I, you- I, I, I think he, But I everyone think he's wears right. wigs. Black mm-hmm. people are not the only women so, that wear wigs. No, but, white women wear wigs. Latino women wear Jasmine, wigs. Jasmine, you're right.
0: But nobody is nobody is dissing a white woman for wearing a wig. Nobody's doing that. The only people they just for wearing wigs is black women. And the reason why black women wear wigs is because they have to appear more European <laughs> to get jobs. So I think that's what you're speaking to. You know that. You know that in your heart. You know that if you say to, to a black woman, your wig is crooked, you know that the offense is coming because you know the history of black women and what they had to deal with with their hair to get jobs. So you understand that. But I think. That- and
3: if I also know that as a, as a man saying to a woman, you're fat, then you're I I think you get
0: so, that too. So, so but I think Ashy like, Ashy so, as for to, to a black
3: woman falls in that same
0: category. And
2: we're also acting as, 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 as it like, does it seem
0: does it seem fair to you? I don't know, but there's a lot of things that white men get that are that are unfair but, that, that that white and men get. But also, I know this.
3: I know this. You're not going to be popping shit to me mm-hmm. and trying to make people laugh at me. I'm gonna the it, it's like a quick reflex. It's like boom boom. So I'm looking at you, you look pretty woman, Kenya Moore is a pretty woman. I don't know whether she had a wig or not. I don't know if she did, but I'm looking at your ashy feet. You're calling me fat, black, and old. I'm looking at but your. But you also you're
2: also insinuating as if you were just sitting there on the on the couch and you were saying, "Oh my God, Kenya's such a wonderful person. I love her on on the Real Housewives of Atlanta." And then she just said, "You're fat. You're fat. White and old." No, no, so no. So it's no. not. It's I not- didn't.
3: I'm a huge fan of of all the shows, Mm -hmm. all the people on there. I gave her love plenty of times. I wrote a book. I did a chapter on the house. Complimented, complimented, complimented. Went backstage when there were no cameras around. Shook her hand. Complimented, complimented, complimented. Fat, white, and old. Your ankles are you And I wasn't lying.
2: Okay, so now, lying. now that we're telling you that that is something that is <laughs> sensitive to black people, do I can you understand, do you understand why, now why that I can that understand was why issue. it would be
3: sensitive to black people, but you can understand why as a person, whether I'm white or not, when you say I'm fat, old, and white, that's sensitive to me I, on I, TV. I disagree. I disagree because, look, there was, a, there was a tweet
0: years ago where this young lady wrote something like, um, all damn men are trash right and a whole bunch of men got really upset Mm -hmm. because they're like i'm not trash i read that and i'm like sounds like a fair assessment to me (laughs) you know what i'm saying as a man i know personally that i'm not trash right but when i see a woman write, in general men are trash i know that yes she's generalizing but i know that because as a man as a man i get a lot of acceptance and privileges and shit that doors open for me as a man that will never open open for women i never have to worry about a wig i got a fitted cap you know what i'm saying like right. that's my wig right you know like i, <laughs> you know what I'm I don't have to put on a, a face ton of makeup and change the way i play and and put on a corset and do all the things women got to do i don't do women even still wear corset i don't know i got male privilege i don't have to think about these things you know what i'm saying and so i know that because of all that if a woman says men are trash I'm not going to get personally offended. So now, now if a woman says to me, I'll give you an example. I defended Rick Ross' place in hip hop after he said the rapey lyrics about the, but the that's Molly. But not even
2: rapey because you know exactly what you're doing when you take a Molly. It's not. No, a, like, I, the dis- same as I a disagree
0: rap- with that. I disagree with that. I did not, and I'm friends with Rick Ross, and he came out of the graciousness of his heart, and he got on my album after this went down. You know, so shout out to Rick Ross. I think he grew. Mm-hmm. He he rapped about that situation on the song with me. But when he said the lyric, I did not agree with the lyric. I went on Mark Lamont's Hill Show Mm -hmm. and I was with uh, Rosa Comente and Jamila from, she was at Essence at the time. And they were sort of making the point that Rape culture has no should have no place in hip-hop. And if you have a lyric like that, you shouldn't have a place in hip-hop. My point to them was like, hip-hop is beautiful and it's ugly, right? Rick Ross says something that I think is is not good and I disagree with it, but I'm not kicking him out of hip-hop. That's still my brother. And if anything, I'm gonna offer correction. I'm gonna offer correction out of love. When I said that, I got accused of supporting rape culture. I got it. Right? By this group of women called the Crunk Feminist Collective, right? It was a woman named Brittany Cooper, I think is her name. Um... And they told me that I was in, enabling rape culture, and they told me that I was insensitive in to women's issues, and they said a bunch of things that Frank had disagreed with. I thought it was very unfair. I thought it was very unrude. But if I were to be like, man, the bitches don't know what the fuck they talk about, mm-hmm. I would be in the room. Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I'm saying? But so why don't they? Why don't they uh, going into the Shane Gillis thing? Mm-hmm. Should Rick Ross be canceled? No longer, no longer make music. Well, I music? think
0: I think he had to, he suffered the consequences. Did he? The consequences was he lost his Reebok deal. Oh shit! I think that's fair game in a free market. Right. I think if you say and something, and his verse was taken out. Uh, yeah, like he, you know, he had to re, he had to recall. Right, from right, that. right. I don't and, know much about that and, story. And you know what? After that, right, right now, right now, Rick Ross has a number one record on the radio with Drake with "Money in the Grave." So did it really affect him? As men, we we don't really face consequences, even with rape culture and Me Too. And I agree that Me Too has gotten out of hand. Of Certain aspects, mm-hmm. but one thing I disagree with <laughs> is that somehow all these innocent men are being. It's like, yo, sometimes when social movements and social change happens, some innocent people got to take an L. If you are part of the dominant group, right? I hear you. Know you. What I'm saying you're part of a group of straight white men who have run the world for as long as we can remember uh-huh. so some young black girl who on her come up I don't watch Love and Hip Hop or Real Housewives I don't watch any of these shows you're missing I don't out know, I <laughs> do and I love I don't them. know who Kenny Moore is just caught it last night I don't know night. what she does I don't know if her ankles are ashy I don't know any of this they wore that but, night but I do he know I do on. know they wore that I night know, I do know that when a young black girl says well you're fat is old she and same white same age as me right? she might be older when she says you're fat old and white yeah. you as a straight white man you don't look that fat to me. So I don't know where she got that from, but you as a straight white male, you might have to just take that
3: one. Girl. I took it, but she kept going, and you might have to just gracefully. Nah, you might have that. to gracefully. But I respect. But mm-hmm. I respect. I respect. I respect you enough. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like, as far as race, mm-hmm. this is how I feel, and I know this is unusual, but this is how I feel. I respect you. I'm looking at you as a person. Mm-hmm. If you're talking shit to me. Right. We're snapping in the context of snapping. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at you as a person. I'm not going to go, oh, well, he's he's a black guy. So uh, uh, you're saying, oh, Mike Rapp, uh, you you got a big fucking nose, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, quality philosophically. Oh, but you got a cock eye. Your eyes cocked mm-hmm. and shit like I'm not I res- I'm not going to. But as my friend, I would ask
0: you to look at me like a black guy. Mm -hmm. I would ask you when you look at me but why though I'm going to tell you why because I'm a black guy because my experience is I don't have the luxury of separating how the world sees me from my lived Mm -hmm. experience but I I, I, I don't think any black person does mm -hmm. so so as my friend and we're good friends Mm -hmm. like we're very good friends Mm -hmm. as my friend I would hope that when you see me you see what I identify as of course and you see and you see this blackness. you see this beautiful blackness you see all of it and you take it in and you acknowledge that with every single interaction because I'll tell you this when I
3: see you I see a white guy absolutely and I see a black dude. Right. And, and, I, and I get that. And, and, but if you're going to start snapping mm-hmm. and like you're going to go, you you, you, white, da, 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 whatever the joke is. Like then we're in the like, this isn't, to me it's snapping. But once again. To me it's snapping.
2: Again, and I, was a, I snapping. grew up snapping
3: with only black people to be honest okay,
0: with you. Okay, but, but once that's again, the problem. when you're snapping. That, not the problem, ta- but that's That's what's causing this rift here. Because you grew up snapping with black people. So you saying black Black snaps <laughs> like your feet is ashy, and the rest of the world's like ho 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 ho.
2: You can't say that. Oh, you're
0: know. not. You're not
3: just because you grew up like with black people. You're
0: not doesn't black. mean that you can I have
2: no
3: one. The, no one batted an eye in Brownsville. No one batted an <laughs> eye <I> in <laughs> Harlem. And this, and no this, one batted an eye in Erasmus Hall High School. Martin Luther King only Twitter bats eyes. Well, and, and that's that. And though. I'm saying we should mm-hmm. all get to that point where if you say you're if you feel comfortable enough to say on live TV mm-hmm. you're fat, old, and white. I'm comfortable enough with saying your shit is ashy and you had three people that squeezed ag- you into I your
0: dress. Agree. I agree that she, that I agree that someone who goes on Real Housewives of, of whatever, someone who goes on that show Someone who goes on social media, someone who goes on what happens live—you have to be prepared for the consequences. Mm-hmm. So when I'm, I'm not here defending Kenya Moore. I got you. You I, don't, don't even know I don't give who a she fuck is. Fuck about Kenya Moore, actually. That's not true. I care for fuck about her as a person, but I, you know, <laughs> but I you wouldn't be able
3: to pick her out of a line. I don't know who she is, right?
0: Mm-hmm. My, 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 my pushback to you is not a defense of Kenya Moore, and I think that's where the disconnect is happening mm-hmm. because it's, it doesn't matter what she called you. She could have said you fat cracker. Your kids is this. And that. It doesn't matter what she said. You have a responsibility. As a, as a man and as a as a, as a public person mm-hmm. and as a white man with white privilege to make sure that you carry yourself in a certain way no matter
3: how the other I didn't exist. say anything until till she, she kept
0: going and this is
2: the mm-hmm. thing though you because you keep saying that you are snapping and we keep bringing this up over and over if would you have called her the n-word? no right because you know that's crossing the line so what we're trying to tell you is that calling someone ashy is also crossing that line and, and, not and as also far, not in the context and also, of snapping and, and, com- and, also, and not in the context of insulting. can insults. I finish please? go ahead and also you keep talking talking about uh where you grew up that was that time this mm-hmm. is 2020 this is 2019 we know better now so we don't do the same things we were talking about Eddie Murphy's raw and how he used to say faggot back then he's not going to come on TV and call somebody yeah. a faggot now cuz once you know better you're supposed to do better i
3: i i'm going to just say i disagree as far as ashy to me mm-hmm. in terms of insulting and as far as like the 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 quick twitch nature of talking shit mm-hmm. That was the best choice, and that was the realest thing because if the camera panned down, they would have seen them ashy feet. This is a, this is what I want to say because I want to move because I don't want
0: this to be the ashy show. Right? Right. Yeah. To, we have other th- stuff to talk about, but I do <laughs> I want to say this before we move on to other things. Um, as a black man, I'm gonna have experience with and expertise with racism that you're not gonna have. Mm-hmm. Beyond me being a black man, I come from educators, so I'm very privileged to grow up with college educators. So I, I'm, I'm academic with my shit. Like mm-hmm. I could break down critical race theory on an academic level. Right. Beyond that, I deal with racism in my music. Right. Um, and because of that, I get invited to universities to, to speak about racism. So for all intents purposes, not just cause I'm black, but because of who I am as a person, I'm an expert on race relations. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you as your friend, mm-hmm. as, an, as an expert, because you're not an expert in race relations. No, you're, 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 uh, you're a, a, a white person who grew up in close proximity to black people. So you, it gave you a certain unique experience that you draw from. Mm-hmm. But I'm an expert on race relations. I'm letting you know that that ashy thing, it comes off as racist. A- absolutely. And, and I would hope that in, in, in life that, that, that when it comes to acting, I'm going to defer to you as an expert. But when it comes to whether or not something's racist, I would hope that you
3: defer to the experts rather than your own experience. Mm. I I hear what you're saying, uh, but in that in that moment Mm -hmm. and in that situation, I don't. I don't regret that at all. And I'm a person who will apologize for things. Right. And I'm a person of no problem saying, yeah, that was that was fucked up. Okay. I don't apologize for that. And I don't apologize for her tone and her intention and 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 the way it went down. I don't apologize for it.
2: Okay, but And I don't look
3: at it as race. I look at it as she had ashy ankles. Okay.
2: okay. So you don't apologize for the ash thing, but you did also post a picture with her next to
3: her. Wrong. You fake didn't do that. Photoshop.
2: Oh, okay.
3: Really? Yeah. That's right. fucked up. It is, is fucked, fucked up. up. And you know that place, the root, the fucking, you know, like the fucking. They wrote an article about. Yeah. That. The, how? Yeah. So and I to, and I told them they could suck my fucking dick too. What? And then they were saying, "Why? How could you? You're disrespecting disrespecting." You're trying to make it seem like I fucking posted a picture of a, a, a black yeah, woman next I, to an A? Suck my fucking dick. I've, I've been... And you might have ashy ankles too. <laughs> and a fucked up wig. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? And like, now you just said that the reason why you did not... You could, listen, you could, you could try to trick it off all you want. Listen... When, when, when people are trying to come at you like the way this bullshit publication, mm-hmm. The Root, and they're trying to, like, you're this, you, whether they Photoshopped it, mm-hmm. they didn't photo suck my fucking dick. All the whole, right. the whole, like, I, I gave them the, uh, the Suge Knight thing as a group, as a record label, and as a staff, the whole thing. Well, here's and the, they blocked me. Here's the thing, here's the thing. One, this is a
0: revelation to me that, because that, I was, remember, I said there's some things I wanted to talk to you about. I never, I, I never ever Photoshop. heard that was fake. I came into this conversation thinking that you did that.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, that's
0: a that's a fucking problem. It yeah, is a fucking right? problem. Now, I have, like you, been accused of heinous, vicious things that I didn't do. Right. I understand the seeing in red, brother. I understand how angry, I understand how it makes you want to be like, suck my fucking dick. Period. But- I also understand. And do you not say "suck my fucking dick"
3: because it's a black guy writing the
0: order? No, if
2: no. someone did something because like that, it, too. I can understand why you would say "suck your dick" because that is a very hard. But that's thing not even. And we
3: might lawyer
0: up. up too, but the point you're I was talking some wild. But see shit. here, the point I was going to make is that as a man, right, and and I don't want to get too much into this because it's other stuff. But as a as a, as a grown man, I I used to say shit back in the days. You fucking faggot. I used to say "suck my dick." I don't say "suck my dick" anymore because. What I've learned is that it's very offensive to gay people. Mm -hmm. It's very offensive because you're saying that something is wrong with sucking dick. Mm. You know, now I personally have no interest in sucking dick. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But I no longer use it as a way to diss people. I no longer use, these are things I grew up saying. Grow up in New York City like you. Mm -hmm. Suck my fucking dick, you fucking pussy. I no longer use that as an insult because it insinuates that something is wrong with pussy. And there's nothing wrong with pussy. No, I, I get that. what you're saying. But Pussy's in, very strong.
3: In, that, in that, with that with the thing with the root, mm-hmm. I think I did say suck my fucking dick when that came out. And I right. was like, suck, but and This I was, is the point I'm trying to make to you is that when you see red
0: and you respond with anger, with righteous anger, because you have the right to be angry. Hell yeah. Right? When you see red and you respond and your your anger puts you in a place where people could criticize your response and say you're a bigot based on your response.
3: I get that. And and that's part of who I am, mm-hmm. and I've tried to improve it, but I try not to improve it too much because in like specifically with that, like if I if I thought so much about, you know, like one of the things that I said that went viral so much was after the um, the Virginia was it Virginia West Virginia mm-hmm. that was probably like my introduction to like political shit talking mm-hmm. about the tiki torch people. And it was like a, a, a viral rant that I did. If I thought too much about what I was going to say, I was like, Oh, I can't say that. Can't say that. Uh, uh she said, uh, um, you know, shut up and dribble. Well, if I, to me, it's like, it's an emotional response. Right. And, and like I said, if I later on, I go oh fuck, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, I spit on you. I can apologize. Mm-hmm. With, with the, What I saw was going with the root, that, mm-hmm. that, that that thing. And they were like, he said this. He's the worst kind of white man possible. He's this. He put a picture of Kenya Moore or any black lady uh, versus uh, next to an ape. Suck my fucking dick is the first reaction you're going to get. And uh, uh, two years later, you're going to get suck my fucking dick now, tomorrow morning, uh, before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Suck my fucking dick that that's just how I feel as far as the well it's offensive hey so is fucking trying to say that i put a like so is writing a full right. fucking thing and like following it up with two or three more things suck but, my fucking dick my, i've had people say i'm racist because because i criticized uh because they uh, on the super bowl a couple of years ago janet jackson wasn't performing and I know and, exactly what you're saying. and justin timberlake and i was like janet jackson isn't popping anymore what you what
0: you wrote at that time, and, and the root mentioned that, and, yeah. and people got very upset with you about that. um but this, you, 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 this, but this, this becomes a race thing, and well, I'm like, no, no this thing, is not nothing to do with race. I, I actually, I disagree with you. We disagreed on the, the Ashy Feet thing. I, I I absolutely agree with you on the um, Janet Janet Janet. I think that the I think that was more of your bedside manner because you talk aggressively. You're like, yo, she's not fucking popping. You know what I'm saying? Like she doesn't have it because the point you were making was the Super Bowl puts people who have hit records at that time, out, right? Or, or you know what I'm saying? Like, but they don't always do that with the with the Rolling Stones. There's a legacy. Madonna, act. Madonna, there's a
3: legacy. She, act, so. They carted her out there. She almost broke a fucking ankle. <laughs> oh all this shit up there. But I insult her. It's like I'm just. It's just shit talking. Like the thing with like well, the Janet an
2: ankle. That's universal. Th- for th- everyone
3: that I, that we, we're gonna have to agree to disagree. Mm. But the Janet Jackson thing, like this became. Who are you to speak on Janet? Like, yo, I'm speaking on it as a music person. Janet Jackson's not popping no more. Period. Let me say this. And if you want to bring her back Mm. out there and do the old shit, cool. Mm. But don't act like why she's putting Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake is still relevant right now. Janet Jackson retired.
0: She went and got married. But here's the thing. When you you juxtapose, see, now when you add the Justin Timberlake thing, and Justin is a friend of mine, and I like him too. But people feel like and i think that there's a valid argument that could be could be made that Justin didn't get any of the, the, mm-hmm. the, the i, stri- I and agree that, with and that the reason is because of racism mm-hmm. i totally so, agree with so that so when it
3: becomes a conversation of Justin versus Janet that was that's a, when it becomes to me it was just like janet why would anyone want to see janet jackson at the at the on the super bowl at this point for she's what amazing. she's
2: doing, I, I i get that but like so I mean, people are still going to see her concerts now yeah, she's, yeah, freaking there, she's not a freaking so, icon janet is she's shit. a legend
3: listen listen i'm a dude So the Janet Jackson music is never going to resonate with me. I'm a dude. Uh, I love Janet Jackson. I I get it, but just like it's just like like (laughs) I I, love Janet Jackson. Let me make sure you don't you don't paraphrase this. Beyonce, Rihanna, uh, 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 Ariana Grande, whoever the fuck they are, they're not going to resonate with me the same way Jay Z resonates with me. They're like the same way dudes. But that's that's not about
0: you being a dude. That's how you grew up. Yeah. that's your experience of where and how you grew up in the time in New York City that's not Aretha do what Franklin it
3: do. will never resonate with me the same way Bobby Womack Bobby I Womack disagree with that resonates I happen,
0: with me uh, me personally
3: Aretha Franklin resonates with me better than Bobby Womack does okay but for me mm-hmm. Bobby and it's because she's singing uh, 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 you, I, I never knew uh, like uh, she's singing from a woman's point of view I'm just saying but she also did Young Gifted and Black I get that mm-hmm. I get that I'm just saying in general like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna re- like Billie Eilish whoever the fuck it is like for mm-hmm. me that's mm-hmm. gonna resonate with me I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. It's just like no I disrespect. think that's indoctrination, though. Sue Bird, the great Sue Bird mm. basketball player, the great Sue Bird. Mm. I'm never going to enjoy watching Sue Bird as much as I enjoy watching Steph Curry. Well, I think the sports conversation becomes a different thing because just, you're talking about physicalities and you're talking about different. It's body. A different. Yeah, it's a little different. But for me, Jen, it's like okay, Jen. Jen I'd rather have you say Keith Sweat, and I go. Okay, put Keith Sweat in the Super Bowl. See now, I would like to see Janet. <laughs> what the heck is I, he I'm like Keith at Sweat. in the Super Bowl? I'm though. like Keith Sweat in the Super Bowl. A I'm Super Bowl excited. I like <laughs> performance though, Keith Sweat. Come on. But, for, but I'm just Come on. saying, but for me, it's like he's, sti- Janet he's, still, he's, still
0: the, he's still in the Craig Mack era. He said, I step on stage, girls scream like I'm Keith. <sighs>
3: oh my God. So, so it's not about Like you put Keith Sweat, I'm like, that would be dope. You get Keith Sweat, Guy, and I'll be sure, I'm fucking with the Super Bowl. What's up with the sausage Party, though? I'm just saying, but but, but for me, it Which was like her, music, party, her <laughs> music doesn't resonate with me the way Sweat sweatshit well, well, resonates let's disagree, with me. disagree, agree to
0: disagree on that one. I don't think
2: it's a racist thing of you no, but, not wanting to but, see but, Jamie Jackson. But, yeah. but I do think it's a hater thing, and I do understand <laughs> why her fans came and went against I you. They are going and to attack And then when they said, now,
3: so, so that was another example, but then they were starting... You fucking mayonnaise this, and I look at the all I see. Oh is That's the funny. Okay, but you all I see mayonnaise is, is funny. I'm okay, sorry, but I see the avatar. I see the avatar. They right? made you a, a mayonnaise avatar. No, no. Of you. I, you say something. You, you fat mayonnaise. Uh, da, 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 da. I see the avatar. In uh, this case, it was true. I see you with a crooked wig on. Now, she, now, now, again, should I not say like all no, I you see is the avatar? You shouldn't. Or, why? You're so <laughs>
2: full of shit. You're so full of fucking shit, This man. is from the master fighter on Twitter. So if he's telling you not to do it, then follow he's, him. I don't. This guy's full of shit, man. And also, I'm gonna say this
0: to you. Let me say this to you. The reason why it's so important for me to have this conversation with you, um, is because I truly believe. Let's go back to intentions for a second. I know you, right? I truly believe that you have every desire. To be the best possible ally you could be to black people, to poor people, to gay people, to marginalized people, to women, to whoever. I believe that you, as a man, and I have a, I have an inherent bias, right? I gotta state that. Like my, like so, some people don't know your film work. They don't know your connection with mm-hmm. me. They don't know all that some people might just know you from a podcast or know you from a tweet mm-hmm. they saw, mm-hmm. and so they have no context. Mm-hmm. My context creates this bias. I want to see you win. I want to see you be an ally. Mm-hmm. I want to see you be looked at as a vibrant important person in this culture in my bias in my understanding in my world in my context you already are that to me nothing you even nothing you say on this podcast even if i disagree with you is going to change how i see you right in terms of how what you represent to the culture for me right but for the context of people who don't know you you know what i am saying it's, it's a different thing and so to me it's very important for for us to have this conversation because i think it gives People a chance to hear you, mm-hmm. and it gives you a chance to hear the people, right? To hear what Jasmine says, right. and to hear because she's representing what people in comments are saying. Mm-hmm. And some of it is bullshit. Some of it, some of it is some of it is hate. Some of it is very, you know, we could go, we could talk about sociology. Whether or not in black people have the, the ability to be systemic racist where or black people could be more bigoted and discriminatory on a personal level. I guarantee you black people have been bigoted and prejudiced and discriminatory towards you as a white man. But the reason why I don't have a problem with that is because these black people have no systemic power. Mm -hmm. It doesn't affect you as a white man in any way. When a white man is- But it
3: affects your feelings. Fuck feelings. No, but that's when, when, but if if you try, but in regards to responding to somebody, Mm -hmm. if you're trying to embarrass me- Mm -hmm. That's my feelings, but, but I but I, again, fuck feelings. And
0: I say I don't just say fuck your feelings. I say fuck my feelings too. Like in the conversations about oppressed
3: people, especially white men, we gotta put our feelings to the side. Mm-hmm. I, I get
1: you
0: that. I, mean? I,
3: I I understand all that shit, mm-hmm. and I understand all that in 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 the in the every in the big picture of mm-hmm. it. But in like my instincts are like if you're talking shit, we are talking shit. I'm not like if, if, we're, if, we're, if we're if we're if we're making if we're trying to snap. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just saying literally snap. Like yo. It's fair game, just like mm. if we're battle rapping. But but like it's just like you know, like if you're battle rapping, like it just you're you're in the moment, like blah 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 blah. blah. I mean, you say, mm. well, you're fifty years old, blah, blah. Hey, you know what it is? It is what it is. You're gonna pop shit. That's what it is. I mean, I, I guess you just gotta be prepared for the consequences. And I feel like you are. Yes. And as I far mean, as I feel th- like, and, and as, as, as far as Twitter, all, like,
0: fuck that. Like this, I'm prepared for anything. And as far as
3: smoke. I just would love to know. that Mike, I want
2: all the smoke. And 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 Mike, all the smoke but this. as far no, I don't want. But as
3: far as Twitter is concerned, I don't. Like, I don't pay attention to these people like that. Like, and if you talk out of pocket, I must, I look at my rule on Twitter is this. You could Google me. You get thirty years of pictures, movies, this, like this. If you say something to me that I don't like, I'm gonna look at your avatar picture. If I see a picture of your mom, she got a fucking bad eye. See a picture of your kids, <laughs> they got buck tooth mm-hmm. and, and bad skin. Whatever I see, I'm not going to like do a whole fucking deep dive on you. Right. Talk out of pocket, like that's what I respond I mean, I, to. I, I, and, I, and if I, I see a wig, I'm talking about your wig.
2: I, I was just saying, I just, uh, it, it's just, <laughs> I just hope that you learned something from this, so that you can be more empathetic next time you may have an argument with another black person that hurts your feelings or calls you fat and not to go that route because as we said
3: not at all and that's
2: the problem not at all that's the problem and and and
3: and, you know what if my wife wasn't watching i it would have been worse the only reason i was i was like nah that 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 not not at all let me let me not at all let me mention
0: that is that crazy i don't think it's crazy let let
3: me say this I have a daughter. I think we're only saying this because we're on TV now.
0: that
2: would be, if we had this conversation off camera, it probably would have gotten more heated and it would have been my same thoughts. You can I don't say it know, now I,
0: on camera because that's what I'm saying. It's like, this, let, me, let me say this. Let me say this. I have a daughter, right? And as men, <laughs> it's seductive for us to say, yo, how you see, you see a woman being harassed or a woman being mistreated, right? And you stand up to her. You'd be like, how could, how could anybody stand, up, stand for that? I got a daughter. Mm-hmm. That's wrong for me to say. I mean, it's wrong for me to say because I should feel that way whether anyway. I have a daughter or not. Right, right. So when when you say I would be worse if my wife wasn't watching, it you should be how you are regardless. You know what I'm saying? So that I'm way just, you know if something's with it. My challenge you like, look, you're saying, look, this is how I grew up and this is how I process and this is how I navigate and it's worked for me. So I'm going to keep doing it like this, fuck it. What I'm saying is as men... I feel like we should challenge ourselves to grow, especially as men with, with large platforms like us. I agree
3: we with that. We should challenge ourselves
0: to grow and, and
3: get better as people. And I think that's the point that Jasmine yeah. is trying to get to. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you, mm-hmm. who are, you're even crazier than me on social media. You're right. white, black, whoever the fuck it appears to be. Right. We don't know but who, let me who break that are. Down. Let me break that down. I used to get
0: banned, uh, my account locked on Twitter back in the days a lot. Because a black You person, didn't just start this shit? No. I, I don't get a lock no more. But I used to get locked lock, the language, right? Yeah, locked lock is as locked as they make you delete a tweet. Suspended is they kick you off, right? I got suspended once, but I did a 30-day bid. They they locked you, right? <laughs> yeah. I got suspended, but they were wrong and they admitted it and they, they reinstated my account. But I've been locked several times. And the reason the, the reason why I got locked the most is because I was calling black people coons right and the reason why that'll get
3: you suspended that'll
0: get you locked and suspended if you're not careful right the word the word right I was like like a black person would come to me and say Kwali, why are you not voting for Trump I'd be like shut the fuck up you fucking coon right now in the black community coon has evolved to demean a sellout black person Mm -hmm. but in in the world of Twitter it's their house they make the rules. Right. I enjoy Twitter, so I respect I their agree. rules. I agree. I, I don't complain. They, I agree. They locked me. They said, you got to d- delete the coon tweet. Fine. I, and, and I went back and deleted all the coon tweets, right? Because I'm like, I don't want to get suspended because I really <laughs> like being on Twitter. Right? So, and and I'm being targeted, right? Um, but the, this is what people complain, just to speak to your point. People, white supremacists, Ados, whoever, people come at me on Twitter, they they say, how come Quali never gets suspended? It's because he's a liberal. It's because he's a progressive. It's because he's a celebrity. Jack takes care of the blue check celebrities. He has nothing to do with that. If I broke the Twitter rules, they they would suspend me. If I did a suspension worry thing, they they would suspend me. The The thing that, this is what makes people the angriest on Twitter. I'm very good with words. Right, I can make you feel, and you're talking about wanting to insult people because they insulted you first. I personally don't have a problem with that. So the whole we snap and I get that. But one thing I've developed, and Twitter has helped me with this because I follow their rules. I've learned how to snap on you without ever saying anything bigoted, mm-hmm. without ever saying anything that punches down, without ever saying anything. So when I, hear you. When I snap, I, you see how hard I go. Yeah. I go so hard, they make whole fucking, I go so hard on Twitter against these people they, the, a company that you once worked with that you don't work with anymore because you realize they were racist and sexist, that's my opinion. Uh, I don't know how you, you can speak how you feel. Can't speak on it. Okay. You know, Barstool Sports, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Can't speak on it. Mike can't speak on it because he has legal situations, but- Can't even speak on that. He can't
1: speak <laughs> on that. <laughs> can't speak on any
0: of it. But we all know here the People's Party audience, they fucked. And by the way, I'm gonna take this time to say, if you're watching the People's Party and you enjoy it, Take the time to go to iTunes, right? (laughs) Take the time to go to iTunes and click like. And give us nice reviews because these bar two, bar two sports people they hate me so bad they went and like downvoted. Did they gave. fuck your
3: ratings up? Yeah. They
0: they didn't fuck our ratings up. They they brought the ratings down, and we're gonna bring them back up because the people love the people. Yeah. But this is how deplorable they are. They can't argue on faith. They can't they can't they can't combat me what I'm saying. So they're like, okay, we're gonna fuck up. They did it on my iTunes tracks too on the quality iTunes tracks. They fucked up all my ratings, and this is how mad. They, but the, my point, I'm getting away from my point. I get them mad enough to do that without once ever calling anybody a bitch, without calling anybody a retard, without calling anybody a pussy, without ever saying, suck my dick, without any of these things that I used to say.
3: I got you. On Twitter.
0: On Twitter or in my life. But- I've learned how to how to use
3: my words to to, and I'm better for it. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's 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 really all I can say
3: about. I, I yeah, as far as Twitter, I I hear you. I've learned some some because you've been locked. locked. i yeah, they lock you down. Yeah, they
0: lock you up. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but he's not just saying in Twitter. He's talking. No, about No, I got it. Locking. I understand. Okay. I
3: understand. I understand. Um, let's shift gears a little
2: bit. Oh, okay. Let's. let's. Uh,
0: speaking of snapping <laughs> and comedy, and uh, let's talk about Dave Chappelle. Okay. You were on Chappelle's show on one of the classic sketches, the pilot. The pilot sketch, that's right, Pop Copy.
3: Um, how did you meet Dave, and how did that sketch come about? Pop Copy, I saw Dave. I was on 6th Avenue in Houston. I ran into him. I was with my son. He was with his little young son. What's, I knew Dave from around. You know, he's a comic. I'm a comic. He's mm-hmm. an actor. He's Dave Chappelle, you know, uh, 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 Mike Rap. blah, blah, blah. What are you doing? Oh, I'm here. I'm shooting this pilot. It's going to be the end of my career. What is it? <laughs> uh, it's a Dave Chappelle show. Yo, will you be in this sketch? Right. Yeah. Where and when? Like, I fucked with Dave's, you know, it was literally where and when. I didn't ask him what it was, mm-hmm. how much they were paying, where and when, showed up on a Tuesday, 12 o'clock, shot it for a couple hours, didn't think twice about it, saw the Dave Chappelle pilot on on air like everybody else, and I was like, yo, this is fucking dope. Yeah, It was yeah, quick man. and easy. You're part of it's history. Like where, where and when. You know, like, I'm, I've always been on some where and when shit. If, if I like you, I respect you, I fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Like you
0: did for me with this show.
3: Where and when? Like yeah. I did with you for your record. For my record. That was a privilege.
0: BJ though. Wineglass. Let's talk about that. So on my album, Quality Album, and it was put out by, I don't know if you know Jared Meyer in the back. He's the founder, creator of Ruckus Records. So he paid for that. Oh
3: shit, I didn't know that. Yeah, he paid for I that. I ain't got fuck you. Give me a nickel for
1: that, Jared. <laughs> yeah. He paid me for that, <laughs>
0: motherfucker.
3: Um, you got me on because now I would have been like, I need like fucking like Uber <laughs> or something.
0: Ro- Royalties. Fucking something. <laughs> now, you were hanging out in the studio and um, as, as you normally were doing back then, and I told you a story about me being in a meeting with Russell Simmons that I wasn't supposed to be in. I wasn't supposed to be in this meeting. He thought I was somebody else. He thought I was Jinx to Juvie's manager, oh, wow. and so he was. That's where the story comes from. I don't know if you remember that, but he started talking. The things that you're saying on the skit, I was are things that Russell was saying to me, and I, I told you those things to tell him how to say your name correctly. Yeah, that was you. that was that was improv. But the whole idea of of uh, like we, we had okay we had another we had Afion Crockett imitating Russell right. right on on another skit, but the B J Wineglass thing. Was like imitating just how the industry didn't really fuck with us or didn't really understand what we were doing. That's crazy. What or, year was that? That I mean, had to be like uh, Quality it came out in two thousand two,
3: so that must have been two thousand one. Man, it's twenty years ago. Really? I mean, I was so excited. You know, I was such a fan of yours when 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 I I, I remember when I saw the Black Star poster. You know, uh, 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 you know, I had been, you know, a little bit removed from, you know, paying attention to everything, you know, mm. and it was such a, you know, such a, uh, uh, a tape digger, hip hop digger, you know, Kid Capri uh, uh, tape, you know, Brucey e. B, Ron, Ron G tape digger, but I remember when I saw the blacks, the Black Star a uh, uh, poster, I was in Minnesota shooting Beautiful Girls, and then the, the album came out while I was still in beautiful in Minnesota, uh, like two or three weeks later, was it? Uh, a Tower Records or a Sam Goody, like one of those fucking places, and I was just like, "This is what the fuck I'm talking about." Mm. You know what I mean? And and I always equated you guys to similar to Tribe. You being the 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 the, the fife voice, you had the higher voice. I always mm-hmm. like it. Always reminded me of that. Right, it's like like Amir said, "Uh,
0: in, in your doc tip is very smooth. Fife is very high. Yeah, yeah. and you
3: had that that higher yeah. higher pitch voice and." I mean, I, you could, you know, you knew from, just from, from the essence of the songs, like you, obviously everybody was influenced by everybody back Mm -hmm. then. But so when I, when I met you, like I was like, record, let's do it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's crazy, man. That's fucking nuts. It's so long ago. And then the,
0: uh, the the waiting for the DJ uh, 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 video. (laughs) You were dancing in that video.
3: Is that the dance?
1: Same dance same, ah, one the, dance I have. Is that, is that your dance? That's,
0: that's the, the uncle dance the right there. The one dance
2: I have.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was doing the the the, the uncle dance right. before I was old enough to be an uncle. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was fucking crazy. And I met Tariq, you mm-hmm. know, you know uh, from uh, the Roots. And I am like- Word d- up, dilated people. These are the motherfuckers that like, I'm like, you know, I remember I smoked with Tariq and I was like, oh shit, fuck, you know, here with fucking Tariq, Blackstar, you know. This like, is the Tariq t- dance in the video. <laughs> I think my dance was better than Tariq. You know never see
0: that. Tariq dance. <laughs> no, you never see Tariq dance. Ever. <laughs> now, your your father was a general manager at KTU. Program manager,
3: WKTU disco 92. For people who not from New York, explain the legacy. Of KTU. <laughs> WKTU was a radio station in New York City that um in the 70s it was a mellow rock station. This is when you had like formatted radio. And it's 77, 78. They were at the bottom of the, the record ratings, seventy nine. My father uh, uh, was a younger man, so he he went out with with his assistant, was a Puerto Rican uh, 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 gay dude. Took him to Studio Fifty Four or some. It may not even be a Studio. It was a smaller club downtown, and and it was like, you got to hear this music. And this is like, you know, the, when disco was first starting to bubble, and and my father went out with him, and they went out, and he would like. Two weeks later, they were like, he, we're changing the disco. Right. This is going to be a big thing. And they changed the disco. They went from the bottom of the ratings to the top of the ratings. About a year later, in 1979, he brought home an orange promotional copy of the Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight. And it, he said to me and my brother, he goes, you guys got a list of this. It's called rap music. It's going to be a big deal. And that was wow. that was it.
0: And your mother was a radio personality. As she
3: well? wasn't. Wow. She wasn't. Bad Google. I mean, bad, bad. I'm Wikipedia. trying, I tried I tried to. Come on, <laughs> man. We killing everybody. No, we're bad Wikipedia. <laughs> we are killing all rumors on the people's. Yeah, part. Right. yeah. <laughs> but but that was a you know like I was at the you know I'd go to my father's sometimes when I would kicked out of school or go home, you know, you go to your father's workplace and you know, Roscoe and Paco and the the, the G Keith Alexander, they would put the, the the needle on the record and they'd be like, don't come over here. Don't come mm-hmm. over, you know, cause we were kids, you know, mm-hmm. and we'd watch them play the fucking record. And you know, it was a big mm-hmm. deal, but that sugar Hill gang at 79, that was fucking it for me. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, and then he brought from, home from like many of us grandmaster flash and yeah. the furious five. And like, you know, the, the next sugar Hill shit and the patchy and, you know, and it was just like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, and, and- I feel like you were you, you, you're an actor
0: and but I feel like you were born to do radio almost or born to have your voice on the airways because
3: of this legacy. It, it, I think that's why I started embracing it when Twitter and social media and podcasts. I was like, "Yo, I've been talking shit." You embraced the podcasting early, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You've <laughs> been talking shit, yeah. So I, you know, like it, you know, just like for, as an actor, you know, and, and and you know, we didn't have this exposure to to the way we have exposure to us now, mm-hmm. and like I was just comfortable with it, and you know, in the sports, I'm a fan of sports. I'm a fan of hip hop. You know, I'm a fan of. You know, I never. If you looked at my tweets, I never had any political tweets mm-hmm. up until Trump right. you know and hopefully this will be done in four years I never will pay attention to it again mm-hmm. year, I like hopefully. not paying attention no. to any of it right. and being completely uninformed literally I prefer it that way <laughs> I do I prefer I prefer that it that hilarious. way It is true you real. have to
2: be informed with Trump because he's just out here just you don't know
3: what the is going up. on but I, I right, prefer right. being like I'm not educated about politics what's your podcast what's your
0: favorite episode or favorite guest or a good moment from your podcast
3: Probably, I'll say, one of my best podcasts was the 25th anniversary of Midnight Marauders and three uh, uh, 36 Chambers. Mm-hmm. You know, those records came out on the same day. Mm-hmm. Enter the 36 Chambers and, and Midnight Marauders. They came out, ironically, on on the same day. Mm-hmm. So, when that 25th anniversary, I had Method Man talk about... Midnight Marauders and Tribe Called Quest and had Q-Tip talk about Enter the 36 Chambers Mm -hmm. and their impressions and their memories Mm -hmm. and, you know, tips, you know, stories about battling. You Mm -hmm. know, at one point when he was at Bertram, Murray Bertram, a, a-, a- Son, uh old dirty bastard, was coming down there to battle mm-hmm. him. They never battled, but like right. he's such a great storyteller. I met the man; like it was such a. They were so young. It's like when we talk about true romance. and both of those guys, I had them separately, but both of them talking. Meth man talking about tribe, mm-hmm. and uh, Tip talking about Wu Tang, and that's, dope. What, it, that's probably you know man that's dope. That was a dope dope episode because they're both so. You know, and they were so young, and to get them talking about what those records meant to them and their their styles at the time were so opposite, but they're so the same. Right. You know, and 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 tip talking about Riz's beat making, you know, and there's they're so fucking influential and they're so um they're so important and what they did was so impactful and, and the sound was so different, but it was coming from the same love of music. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was yeah. a special episode. Um, this book has balls.
0: Yes, I'm. I was supposed to read a, a thing for it. I never got around to. Oh, that's re- right. No worries. The-
3: you were busy. You were in Europe. I was in Europe. Um, what made you want to sit down and write this book? You know, it's accumulation of the podcast, social media, being on the sports shows, and they they asked me about it, and I was like, yeah, I want to do it. And mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 all sports rants. Mm-hmm good, bad, or indifferent. And there's a, there's a halftime, you know, uh, uh, I call it halftime where I talk about housewives and I equate it to sports and my <laughs> top 20 housewives, who Kenya Moore is in who my are top, your top 20. 20. She was in my top 20 <laughs> and, uh, uh, I, there, she was there, you know, all of them were in there, but, but, uh, uh um, you know, I love doing it. It was a fucking challenge. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, you know, the response was good, but it's all sports rants and it's all about like you know, like everything. You know, like my love of sports and what I like. It's all shit talking, right? You know, you know, uh, uh, twenty three reasons why LeBron will never be like Mike. You know, shit right.
0: oh <laughs> Um, you, I, I just saw a sports story recently. Is it true that? Oh, some more word. Okay, is it true that uh, the twenty twenty Olympics says they're cutting oh yeah, political you protest,
2: protests. You can't. You're not allowed. Pretty much. There's not. They're not allowing. But it's any a
3: political protest. protest.
2: There. Yeah. How are they going to stop that? They said you cannot, I mean, I guess they are just are letting you know ahead of time that you're not going to get your medals or you're not going to be able to participate in the rest of the uh, activities if you protest, which and I think gonna is It's going to make bullshit. people
3: more more hyped to do more protests. Yeah, I agree.
2: They said you can do it outside of the Olympics. You can feel free to do it outside of the yeah, Olympics. Fuck all that. Shout
0: out to Tommy Smith and John Carlin. Yeah, it's going to be on and popping. Um, You were, because of your love for sports, got to be a correspondent. Are you still doing a correspondent? Big, Big, Big three, three, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you look like you're
3: having fun. Fucking ball. Tell me about Coutinho Mobley. What happened? I hate I hate to disappoint. That was a, this is another thing where it became a fucking race war, right? Because I, I, I full disclosure, I don't know shit about sports. I know, I know. Coutinho, right? I know. We know we've had this conversation. Yeah, had. I know who Catino Mobley is. Because I, I asked you to talk about the Knicks when I did. I think I said, "Will you be in the day?" And you were like, "I don't know sports." I was like, right. "What's basketball?" Right. But 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 the Katino thing, you know, we we always do these. It's big three. Mm-hmm. The games are. Are, are serious? I don't have to be serious. Yeah. I'm not fucking Marv Albert. I'm not Brett uh, uh, Al Michaels. Uh, I'm not Scott Van Pelt. I'm there to break balls, have fun, give a little information. It's the summertime. It's mm-hmm. Big Three basketball. Uh, we travel. It's like a traveling circus. Mm-hmm. I love all these guys. We become friends. I we break balls. We do these mock things where they get angry at me because right. I ask them inappropriate questions or questions when they're on the bench. Me and Kitino, I hate to disappoint people. It was totally staged. Oh, okay. But the, the thing about it... It was that, funny. It was hilarious. It was fucking funny. That's why I had to ask about but it. But the crazy thing is, again, fuck that white boy up. You should have <laughs> fucked that white boy. You should have smacked... Yo, look, I'm like... You're, you're, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry. But no, but this is what I'm saying. It's like everything on so like mm-hmm. I'm like, how's this white boy this? Right. Fuck him up. Katino's fuck. was like, yo, we need to tell people because people say, why are you right, such right. a fucking asshole? Why I'm like, this is this but Katino was a good actor. That's some though. that's
0: some Andy Kaufman shit, bro.
3: That's yeah, like that was, Andy Kaufman on Letterman type of shit. Yeah, and 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 that one, but I and I didn't mind people taking his. What he got upset about was that people would like it literally. Because it's Twitter. It's only on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Twitter and Facebook. But I find Twitter, the race is is, is the best. Mm-hmm. You should have fucked that white boy up. <laughs> Why you didn't fuck that white boy up? I'm like.
2: <laughs> Why do you think you're always getting caught up in race wars?
3: I, I don't fucking. Because it's Twitter because if you saw the thing I was like how's this yeah it was funny it was funny and it was meant to be funny I mean we did the same bit over and over I did it with Scalabrini and we did this I saw that I didn't know about that one until I was researching for this interview but it's just fun like we love doing it but we had to sort of break the fourth wall because Catino was getting like people going you're a fucking asshole Mm -hmm. and then I had to I had to stop the race war so you're welcome (laughs) for stopping the race war of 2019 another thing we get to thank white men for oh thank you I stopped the Catino, the the, the race war Catino, Mobley, Michael Rapport, race war of the summer of 2019. <laughs> um, now, in
0: 2018, you were on a flight in which a man tried to open the airplane
3: oh door mid-flight. And you rescued everybody on the plane. Everybody That's, on the plane. Tell uh, me, walk us through that. I'm on the plane, uh, first class. Uh, of course. Uh, right, he had to make sure you guys it's, knew. It's, 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 it's contextual to the story. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, in, the, in the front seat of the front of the plane, and, you know, like I was like kind of sleeping and and uh, the guy next to me was like, rap, rap. And I looked up and the guy was like pulling at the fucking door. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I'm not no tough guy. I ain't no fucking, you know. Bruce Lee, you know, I don't know, no Tai Chi. No Brad None of that Pitt. shit. None of that shit. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I just got up there. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And and pushed him away. And he kept going for the door. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? And then I pushed him against the wall. And at that point, it was a big commotion. And, and and you know, everybody came up there. And I'm a fucking hero, basically. <laughs> I saved the fucking plane. Uh, the, the you know, the pilot, they thanked me. And and we don't know if it was, uh you know, it was a flight from Houston to LA. So we mm-hmm. might have been over... A uh, uh, Mexico, so I'm actually an international hero. Oh my god! So
2: <laughs> did they do the flow clock
3: When you fucking, when you fucking put it, say Michael Rapport, yeah. actor, podcaster, international, international hero. Put that on the fucking heading. No doubt. I'm. We're gonna get out of
0: here, but before we get out of here, with international hero Michael Rapport. Thank you. Um, I just want I want to thank you as my friend for coming on this I show it. um we spoke beforehand and yeah. i said we might not agree on some things yeah. but you were like fuck it we're gonna sit down and have this conversation yeah. anyway and i, I just want to say this for everybody who's watching on online because people will come to me and be like michael Rapperport said this and michael Rapport, and i agree with him and why didn't you why didn't you say fuck you michael Rapport? why didn't you tell <laughs> michael Rapport? you know and i'm gonna tell you why Because there's a mutual respect here that was established before we had the conversation. Our country is in a very fragile place and I absolutely think we have to have more conversations. I'm a fan of free speech. We should not shut down conversation. I don't, all of us can be bigoted. I don't have conversations. I don't willfully have conversations with people who are trying to be bigots. You understand what I'm saying? And so even though I disagree with you on on more than one issue, the reason why I can sit down with you respectfully is because you've earned your place in my life. Mm-hmm. You've earned your place in, in, in my opinion. And I'm someone who's a, uh, a curator of hip hop culture. Your contributions to hip hop, in my opinion, you've earned a place at my table. Um, and so, even when I disagree with you, you always have a place at my table. I and we that. can always have a respectful conversation. And for all you anonymous
3: internet trolls, suck a dick, <laughs> Michael Rapaport. Thank y'all. you, guys. Appreciate
1: it. Ooh!
3: Yeah no.